If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. We're here to play D&D and you're here to listen or watch us, or both. I don't know, some people I talk to watch the show live and then go later and listen to it again on audio, which I think is an incredible uh, thing to to say because that's six hours of content. I don't know how you do it, but hey, we're here to support you no matter what kind of weird thing you're into. No matter what, at TWBD, I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, Kristen, Ashton, and Kyle Ferguson. Baby Chunks is with us as well. And uh, we're off to the races pretty quick here. Before we get going, though, we pass it over to Kristen, who will catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, a great ground and hueless heaven halted them. Even Blood Skunk's divined direction defaulted, so they sauntered, realizing reaching Recluse was a timed task. As they slowly stepped, a grunt from the ground grabbed them. It was an orc grown gray. Pointless was the peer of their pursuit, but the dour doubter deemed their deed delusive. Sterius balked, but boops were bootless, so just in case the character did command some counsel, they brought the body. Bloodskunk tried to track anew and reaped his reward. Hidden on the horizon was a peculiar point noted nowhere else. Their tedious tour took them, finally, to the plain patch of Pointless. It was a dull, derelict division with the wandered-for wharf. Fog formed around the five and a ferry floated forward. A navy navigator promised pandemonium for a price. One true treasure. A gun, a garb, a digit, and a damager procured their passage. Fearful faces and ghastly gaunts gazed up from the restful river. All seemed serene until sudden ripples revealed a large leviathan searching for his sovereign siren song. Hope, with help from the hooded hallucination, assuaged the asp with compliments and cajoling. The dinghy docked alongside the blustery banks of pandemonium, a curiosity carved by whipping winds. An imp moved them to a meandering minecart that careened through caverns toward the Council of Clowns. The trial took off. It was wacky. It was whimsical. It featured farts and follies, but more so it moved to meet Hope's menacing machinations. The eye was positioned in a prison in space. They teleported to Tabacho, ready to request a rover. Meanwhile, Stanley, Varel, and Nash currently confront the elven element. Can Varel hit it off with the hippies? Will we learn leagues about Stanley's story? And when will Nash finally take his true form? As a father, stay tuned for today's adventure within the sacred halls and green walls of El Handar. Perfect as always, Bo. 
Take it away. You're muted. He's, he's muted. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> rewind, rewind. Uh, okay, when last we left the party, Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines, Varel Rasphim Curic, Stanley Billings, Angelashi, Bokbok, and Chunks watched the door of a spaceship close, their last view of the desert horizon still emblazoned in their mind's eye. The ship vibrates and as it lifts up into the air. And for a moment, everyone's a little unsure of their balance and they lean against the wall or grab onto something unless you are of a dexterous nature and don't require to do so. But still, there is a sense that you have to take your balance as you quickly are pushed up and into the sky that you can imagine. You don't have a window to see this. And then you realize you've broken the stratosphere when all of a sudden you begin lifting off the ground about an inch. You feel yourselves floating. And then no sooner that you're floating, some sort of gravity kicks in and pulls you down to the ground. And with that, the ship becomes stable. It doesn't rattle or vibrate quite as much. There's a hum of in the background. The ship's quiet. Now, you've been standing at the door of the ship, and you turn to look down the other hallway, and you see elves in black uh, military gorilla, but science fiction, big Mass Effect, war, like armory, hanging on and also regaining their balance. I will refer you to the Roll20 map to show you your new environs on the ship. Oh, man. Uh, poop. I don't even know what I'm seeing yet, and this is exciting. I forgot to run it. Hang on a second. That's all right. We'll wait for everyone to be ready. I think I may... I can't enlarge that that much because of the stupid tile. Stupid tile. I like the pulsing stats you added in the top corner. I know. That's that's what I'm into. Look at that. That's great. That's uh, ship stability indicators over there. So in case you're curious, Uh have a look at that. Wow, look at that. (laughs) That shouldn't be there unless you need them there. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's not just for decoration. Something's going on. So you find yourselves aboard a ship near the door, grouped together, finally having a moment to breathe. Just a few little rules, things to mention. You took some stims last week in order to recover all of your, uh, you know, in order to get the effects of a long rest without a long rest. You were told there was a few hours until you'll hit exhaustion level five. So you're about an hour and a half into the pill. Uh, effectiveness. So keep that in mind. Sorry, four levels of exhaustion. Okay. I think that's about it. Can I get a quick recap why we're on this ship? I can't remember how we ended up here. Mm, you made a decision. The, the, um, the elves, the Elhandari elves, yeah. uh, invited you to come to Elhandar. Oh, and, right. you know, there was okay. a conversation about Varel wanting to return to Planet Nash, but Angelashi had a feeling and asked that, said that she felt that this was the direction. Yep. Stanley as well, I believe. I don't know if he expressed it or not, but given that these are the first time he's encountered <clears throat> any number of elves, probably also had an inclination this way. But uh, overall, I think the issue is hope <laughs> for the party. Okay. You had that teleportation circle ready to head back to Planet Nash at any time. 
So you've been left uh, quiet uh, alone. Uh, there appears to be an elf hanging uh, in the direction entering the ship. Uh, he's sort of standing in this, in the middle of this device, and he appears motionless and simply waiting. Waiting for us? Mm, for nothing in particular. He's just standing there motionless. With great patience, you might say. Wow, that ship is full. Okay. I can't believe I'm on another one of these today. I didn't expect to be on the first one, let alone a second one. Well, we're here, so now we do it the best we can with what we've got. What is it that we have? What are we here for, Stanley? I don't know. I figure we have allies. We have a entire city that where there was nothing we could have done. They just wiped out most of the demons themselves. We're going to do anything against the principal or whatever we decide our next goal is. Having a bunch of friends might be beneficial to us. That was the thought, anyway. I can't say I exactly expected the fight with the big demon to go the way it did. Hmm. It wasn't supposed to go that way. It was supposed to be a show of glory for us, for me, in order to assert myself on these new people. And instead, we lost a companion. I am saddened greatly, and I know not how to care for this small beast. I'm just here because my wife said to come. That is true. Uh -huh. You are soon to be bathed in fatherhood, Nash. You take the small beast. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. But sure. Did Excellent. You, uh... Did you all know the other one, Squirts, particularly well? She was my manager. Well enough to uh, fill the loss. I have here, in my hand, ashes. Now, whether they're foot ashes or mouth ashes and what have you, I know not, but surely some magics on board here could... Revive my manager. She has done much for me over the ages. I mean, there's no harm in asking. I've certainly seen weirder things. I'm living proof of weirder things. Very true. Well, let's find someone in charge, then. You there! And I'll address yes. nearby. Hello. Yes, thank you. Uh, good, good tidings to you. Excellent tidings to you as well. We wish to speak to someone in charge here. We are the heroes of the Waste, recently returned from outer space. <laughs> so this is a slender, um, somewhat olive-skinned elf. He steps forward into the glow of the lights in, in the room that you're in, which is this airlock to the, spare, uh, to the exit of the spaceship. He steps forward and he says, I am Sensate Philanthalar. Welcome aboard. You have many questions, and it is my goal to make sure that you get all of the answers that we can provide for you. But first things first, we've just been in combat. Please take the time to rest and, and speak to one another, if you need it. 
we have spoken. Mm. These beings, my friends, shall soon collapse from overdose. I, however, would like to address your leader with my burns upon me so they may see my glory. Ah, well, um, the elves of Elhandar don't have a leader. We have a council. And if you'd like to speak with them, I'm sure that can be arranged. I but turn back are... to the group and mouth a council. But, but please um, step through uh, the machine. We're just going to make sure that you don't have any um, uh, disease upon you or injuries that are not apparent on the surface level. Oh, good luck, Nash. What's that supposed to mean? Yep, I don't think that scanner's going to let you through. Well, and he points to sort of the scanner. There's these two wall-mounted, like, devices. They appear to whir and light a little bit, and there's a walkway through them. Like you'd uh, imagine at an airport, but sci-fi Phil, style. What if our friend here is a walking disease? What is that going to do to him? Um, well, first, it's Philanthala, please. Um, not Phil. A second, um, you don't appear affected, so I imagine whatever his affliction is, he must not be contagious. Yes? I hope not. We've certainly right. traveled together long enough. Well, please step through. And we'll see. I'm going first. Okay, so you immediately begin walking through the thing, and as you walk through it, this blue electric light sort of enters into you, like like the screen. And as you walk through, um, he, the philanthropist looks at a screen and he goes, "Very good, welcome." Ha! I'll and he say bows toward you. I'll look back. That at, easy. I'll look back at Sandish. No, not at all. And my metal heart did fine. Well. Angela actually proceeds right after you. She was, you know, not wanting to be far away from you. She moves through it as well, and Philanthalar gives her a, a positive verdict. Very good. Thank you. All right, I'll move through it. Okay. So you proceed through it, and the electric, you know, light sort of scans your body. Uh, you feel nothing, and you move through it, and the sensate looks at his screen. He goes, very good. Thank you. I pick up chunks by the scruff and mm -hmm. place it in the machine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you place them standing there and it scans chunks and the sensate looks and he looks to chunks and says, very good, my son. And chunks sort of waddles down the path towards Stanley and towards some elves looking around, just bewildered by the world he's in. I'll go first, Pak Pak, and I'll walk in. Bok Bok, who's charred black from the explosion, goes he curls up on the ground in a in a ball. I'll pick up Bok Bok and put him in the machine first. Then, <laughs> okay, you pick up <laughs> Bok Bok, and he just goes to sleep in the middle of the room in the machine, and it scans through him. And the sensei goes, "Oh, oh, well, this poor young one is quite injured." And he pages somebody. He says, "Doctor Avani, please come to the." Uh, airlock. We have someone who requires help. And then um, the sensate moves to Bok Bok and picks him up like this and then gently places him on a little 
ledge, like a bed-like ledge near the panel. All right, uh, you are the last to come through, please. I walk in. All right, you walk in, and um, as you walk through, the, and it scans you, the blue light entering into you, he goes, ooh. Very good. Please proceed. As you finish walking through the device, uh, he turns around and looks at all of you, and he says, well, good news, everyone. You're, you're safe to be aboard. So that's excellent. Uh, feel free to um, find yourself a place to, to rest while we uh, dock the ship. Um, I'm told that our ship will be the last to dock on account of we have new guests that will be arriving, and our council would like some time to prepare. Should be no more than 30 minutes. If you take a right and head down, you'll enter into the mess hall. Uh, medical services are on the left. Or you may just wish to wait here. It won't be long. And as you look into this room, you see that you're in this T-junction part of the spaceship. And you see soldiers hanging out in this area, sort of taking off pieces of gear, putting their guns and empathy grenades back into to lockers. And there's a few elves that are standing, you know, four of them just chatting amongst each other and casting glances in your direction. Um, as you look down the hall, you see that there are soldiers lined up, standing to attention all down the hall, uh, leading to what appears to be some sort of cockpit area, and you can see a bit of outer space through some windows at the front of the cockpit. Towards the back, you just see computer elves on computers doing computer things on green screens. Computer elves. Actually, you don't see it. The door's closed, but you can see it on the map. So, you know, maybe what someone the- walks through the door and you catch a glimpse of it as they walk through the door. What are the red icons around the ship? Ah, so you sort of glance over and you see that there's these large red cylinder. It's a large red cylinder attached to the wall near you. And um, it's written in Elvish. There's a label on it. You can't make out the language unless you speak Elvish. Okay. I can. What does it say? Um, it says that this uh, use in case of emergency... And then it sh- has its instructions on how to use it. It's a fire retardant uh, device. Ah. Spits out foam. All right. Companions, time is upon you. You will collapse soon. You desire food? Rest? Where shall we put you? I mean, right now I feel fine. I feel great. Uh, those Hills really did the trick, but we'll see what the next bit feels like, I guess. I'd like to spoon my pregnant wife. Nash! Angela actually hits you and says, Be polite. And then she takes your arm and she holds you a little close. Fine, Uh. this'll do. I'm fine now. I'm healthy. I'm not hungry. I'm good. And as this moment of silence occurs, where everyone sort of looks at each other, trying to figure out how to behave in this new environment, um, everyone needs to make a dexterity check, please. Dexterity saving throw. Sorry. Dexterity saving throw. 18 for Nash. That's a natural 20 for a 28 total. 21. 
Right. The ship, the ship rocks violently. <laughs> you know, the way it does in a Star Trek movie where everyone's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone just, it just starts rocking suddenly. And some of the elves fall to the ground. Most of them maintain their composure as they grab onto something. And then as quickly as it started, it stops. And there's a lot of activity now amongst the elves as they're talking. What was that? What? Go see. And then an elf is rushed off to the cockpit. And uh, you see from your vantage point, Stanley, as you peer down the this hallway towards the cockpit, you see that on the screens, uh, an image of a planet, presumably Earth, in all of its sort of bright, bright hues of brown. And you see that they're looking at some sort of explosion on the surface. And the explosion has, like, breached cloud. And it's just like... Like a purple and gray mushroom cloud just firing off from the surface and making it up into outer space and the smoke's dissipating. All the lights immediately go... The lights go dim. Auxiliary lighting comes on. It gets red. There's a lot of activity now as the elves who are putting away their weapons start putting them back on their belts. Uh, what exactly is going on? An elf turns to you, hears you, and goes, there was occurrence on the surface, it seems. We'll know more when we tell you. And the elf rushes off down the hallway. <laughs> we'll know more when we tell you. <laughs> or no, we'll tell you when we know more. <laughs> but that was uh, elfism. Yeah, maybe. Sorry. You all see that? An explosion down there. The sensei turns to me and says, Please, everyone, remain calm. We don't know what has occurred yet. Let's not panic. Well, what's the plan? Are we going back to find out? Are we still going about our way? Is anybody doing anything? Angela she tugs at your arm. Uh, Nash. What? I need to talk to you. Alone? Yes. We need a minute! And we... <laughs> I take All right, her headphones in. off, everyone except for Scott. It won't be but 22 minutes. 22, 22 minutes. minutes? Jeez. No, two minutes, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be but two... Oh minutes. my god, I don't know what is wrong with me today. <laughs> two minutes, please. Um, Nash... As the alarms go off, I just want to tell you, no matter what, I'll always love you. You have a feeling that you're not telling me about. Just, and then she 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 sort of takes your chin a little bit and points it down towards the ground between her feet, and you can see that her water is broke. Oh shit! Jeez. Okay. Wait. Hold right. on. Nash will panic a little. Okay. Headphones back on. Here they come. Oh, John just saw it. Oh, no. Just as this happens, the ship shakes again. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, seven. A 23. 18. All right, Nash falls on the ground. <laughs> Nash just falls on his ass. 
while you, everyone else maintains, like, stands up as it, as it hits them again. And the wave, as quickly as it started, uh, is gone again. Uh, looking out the window, do I see another explosion on the surface? Or uh, So look, looking down, you see that uh, an elf has looked back and closed the door to the cockpit. What the hell is going on? I think we need to get up to the cockpit and find out. I'm going to start making my way there. And Zalashi grabs your arm, Nash. I'm not going anywhere. Why? We have a problem, Stanley. What? Her water broke. This baby's coming now. Oh, hell. Oh, hell is right. I need towels and water and shit like that. Fast, stat. Is there a doctor on this thing? Elvish doctor. (laughs) As you shout around, the elves all kind of look at you sort of confused. And they go, hmm? Is there a medical deck or something? So, I, my... uh, an elf rushes over, an elf, a female elf rushes over to your side, looks looks at you and, 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 and Jalashi and says, is there something that we can be assistance of? Please, please don't yell. It disrupts the, the it disrupts the tenor of the vibe amongst the crew. Please be calm. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry about your vibe, but we got a baby coming right now. Like oh. this minute, and I'm also... Oh, how beautiful, how beautiful. Yeah. Quickly. Um, oh, uh, and she grabs her communicator on her thing, and she says, I call Dr. Quarlani. Quarlani, can you? Paging Dr. Quarlani. This is a hard last name. Quarlani, can you? That's not a real name. That, Sorry. Go ahead. Um... With that, Kristen, uh, would you respond to that inquiry right away? Oh shit! Uh, oh yes! Oh dear! Oh dear! All oh right. yes! Yes, I'm here. What? What can I help you with? <laughs> All right. So describe your character because it, 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 rushing from the medical bay to this particular area, please. Uh, she looks like she stepped out of a fairy tale. She's got golden hair as the sun, skin as white as snow, eyes green as emeralds. She's got on a modest little peasant dress that's off-white to match, I guess, a medical feel. And she's got a little satchel tied to her waist, a little mink, uh, all-white companion with red eyes on her shoulder, and a... What is it? A crystal necklace uh, shaped like a rose around her neck. Wow. Okay, so I'll get you a better token than what you described, because it's nothing like it. Just <laughs> FYI. But excellent description. So she approaches, you approach quickly into the room, asking how you can be of service. Uh, I, we're going to have a baby. Oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Come this way, please. Please. Is she elvish, by the way? Or am I to... Oh, yes, okay. she's enough. Alright, All right, let's go, and I've grab Angela Ashy and hold her help her up and kind of okay. walk her. So if you'll see on the map now I'll move you all to the medical bay or move you, the three of you to medical bay. If anyone else wants to go they can go. Uh, box there too. It's just in a bed over on the side. Uh, so Great. you move down the hallway to the left into the medical bay uh, guided by, do you go by your first name mostly or your second name Kristen? Uh, first name Liriel. Liriel. So Liriel, uh, you follow Liriel into the bed bay which isn't far and you see that they have this 
awesome ass science fiction style like bed in the center of the room and there's some basins and computers and medical cabinets all in here and um she you enter the room she's got some some nurses or other doctors on staff you don't know what they are nash and angela and she enter behind you uh please please we need a bed thank you thank you yes we need a bed she's having a baby yes we've got one oh oh what good news? Oh, please. Um, oh, move. it's excellent. Come, come, please. Please. All right. And what should I do? Says one of the elves. To you. Uh, just be of assistance. I'll let you know as it happens. All right. And as she says, as it happens, this the ship shakes again. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, jeez. Come on, baby. <sighs> hey, another 23. Sixteen. Five. <laughs> Nash falls on the ground. <laughs> Six. Uh, you notice, uh, Liriel, that uh, Nash has hit his head rather hard on the ground. Oh, oh, dear goodness, are you okay? And no. she'll bend down and start trying to fix it up. It freaking hurt. Ow. Okay, and Angela, she is like going... <sighs> I'm sure it hurts, but probably not as much as your wife right here. Yeah, that's a good point. I lean around the door, and your ritual is disgusting. I'm going to the mess hall. (laughs) (laughs) Before Varel goes, I would just stop him and just... Varel, all this chaos going on in there is one thing, but something is going on, and we need to get to the bottom of it. I agree. Let us invade the front of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go invade the front of the ship. Okay, so you make your way to the front of the ship. We'll get to you in a second. Back to uh, Nash and... uh, It's going to take me some time to get used to saying Liriel. Liriel. Um... Uh, the two of you. Uh, so Angela actually looks to you, Liriel, and, and grabs your arm and says, I'm in a tremendous amount of pain right now. Oh, yes, I know. I know very well. But you'll be okay. Breathe and let it out. Breathe and let it out. Feel free to make noise. We can walk you around. It'll be fine. And Liriel will start uh, just, she'll start setting uh, Angela Ashley down in bed, getting the legs propped up correctly. Now, Nash, I'll need you to grab one leg for me. Uh, assistant, another leg, please. And one of the assistants readily comes up, takes the other leg. All right, now let's pretend you're squatting. Do you, you know how to squat, correct? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, okay, so when the contractions hit, we're gonna push. So when it hurts the most, push. How do I know when the contractions hit? Oh, you'll know. You'll <laughs> <Okay>. know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bo partially asking as well as the character. <laughs> 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 it's very hard to roleplay something you've never been through before. So it's kind of like a, a squeezing and then loosening, a squeezing okay. and then loosening. So I swear it's, I it's like a to prepare, but okay. wave motion. But there's yeah, you can watch as many videos as you want. But until you yeah, okay. until you go through it, I don't think you know, nobody knows. Um, one of the one of the attendants comes to you, uh, Doctor Liriel, and shows you 
uh, wants to show you something on a on a tablet. Oh yes, yes. And Lirio will look over. All right. Uh, headphones off, please. For except for Lirio. <clears throat> so I, I went ahead and, um, as per usual uh, procedure, did a uh, turbo ultrasound. And um, uh, I I think you should look at this. Oh dear, what happened? And she shows you an image, and there's an image of... It's the inside of where you would expect a pregnancy to to occur. But inside, you see a boot. You see a fork. You see a baby. An actual baby. And you also see... um, uh, Sorry, a boot, a fork, and a smoking pipe. And the attendant looks at you and says... What do, what do you make of this? Uh, this is very unusual. I can't say I've ever seen anything like this before. So, um, we'll uh, keep an eye on the fork for me. I think the boot should be okay to pass, as well as the smoking pipe. But let's keep eyes on everything, okay? Okay, all right. So headphones back on, please. Now, Nash, you've noticed that... Uh, Liriel and an attendant, you know, an attendant walked up with a tablet, showed her something, and they had a private conversation. All right. What was that all about? Oh, well, this is the most unusual. Yes, yes, this is this is my familiar. Uh, Chunks has wandered into His the room. This <laughs> <laughs> is a baby cobalt just walked into the room and started going, oh. Well, welcome. Nice to meet you. Uh, the most unusual thing about your pregnancy. Uh, you are pregnant uh, with four. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, unfortunately, one's a boot, uh, one's a fork, and one is a smoking pipe. I'm not sure how that happened. Maybe you can tell us later. Wait a minute. A great wave of concern uh, washes over Angelashi as she hears this, and then she looks to you, Nash, and she begins to cry. No, wait, hold, hold on, don't. It's okay. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll like the boot or the <laughs> or the, the pipe and stuff. It'll be fine. Hold on a minute. The fourth one's a baby, or no? Is anything a baby? <laughs> <laughs> in there yes <laughs> okay so the, okay the, so we don't we probably don't care about those other things is there a way to get those out of the way <laughs> and, and just get we the probably don't care about the other things uh, you might care about them they are of you probably uh, let's see well the only thing I'm too worried about right now is the fork it's a little sharp and sharp things should not be in that area so we're monitoring it. Uh, hopefully it can pass. Uh, if not, we'll see what happens. We can cut her open and get it out too. An attendant walks up to you, uh, hearing this, another attendant, and she says, uh, Dr. Liriel. Liriel? Yes, yes. Um, do you think it would be a prudent idea to perform a, a genetic um, pathology scan? <laughs> oh, the baby's coming whether we know the genetics or not. Okay. And then the attendant returns back to whatever it was the attendant was doing. Angela, she's gripping her hand very tight. And with that, we move forward to Stanley and Varel with great purpose walking to the door at the front of the ship. 
the two elves in front uh, stand in your way and they go authorized personnel on the bridge only please we are authorized we're the heroes of the waste we defeated the great demon you can see by my mighty wounds that I was in battle okay uh, persuasion roll please two <laughs> we're quite aware we're quite aware of your accomplishments and that you're a great hero but um, we have developed a military protocol for behavior aboard the ship and if the door is closed and you're not invited by the captain or the admiral uh, you'll have to stay in authorized areas only Stanley's going to step forward and begin his enthralling performance mm, and okay. uh, he's going to say now, a minute ago, these doors were open and welcome for anybody to see what was going on here, and we simply saw some things that we were very concerned about. I mean, you must understand, first and foremost, that's our home down there that you took us from. I know it's not pristine and beautiful and wonderful, but uh, it is home and we have concerns. Of course, you're only here because we aided you with fighting that demon at much personal cost to each and every one of us. Surely you're not going to stand there and begrudge us our concerns for what's going on, especially as we have a pregnant woman on board who's giving birth. She has a child with her, and this is, of course, in their best interest as well, that we simply can provide comfort, or else who knows what might come out of her womb if all this concern floating around in the air. Uh, let us just speak with the people up front. Alright, make your roll. Uh, they have to roll. It's a they wisdom saving throw. Uh, five creatures in the area. Anybody who listened to me for the minute. And they have to be a DC 17 wisdom save. Wow. I rolled a two and a one. So that means they both uh, <laughs> fail. Uh, so you, you uh, deliver this speech, and they look at it, and they think about it, and they go, I don't know about you, Redentel, but I'm quite convinced. And the other elf looks and says, yes, this is the way. Surely our superiors will understand. And they step aside, and one of them opens the door <clears throat> and says, <clears throat> Captain Solania, we have a request from our visitors to speak with you, and uh, I believe it's the right thing. And the, the captain, who's dressed also in this black outfit, but has some adornments upon it to suggest perhaps this is a more advanced uh, personnel within their military, turns around and with you know dark uh, brown skin, uh, turns and, and brown hair, turns to you and goes, well, perhaps you can help us with this. Come aboard. All right, move in. All right. Yeah. All right, so you move in, and you see upon the screen um, there is a ship. It's, um, yeah. They're no longer focused on the planet, but just above, like above the planet surface, out into space. There's another ship, but the ship has a glowing blue hue. It's a spaceship. You don't know what maker model it is, except that it looks like a hunk of metal flying through space with lights and all of that. But there's a blue glow to it. And Captain says, <clears throat> we believe it's hostile. It's just emerged off the port bow. We've tried hailing it, but haven't received any responses. Does it look familiar to you? We've never seen anything like it, right? Yeah. 
nothing familiar to us. What is it doing? Well, it just emerged not ten seconds ago. Just as you walked in, in fact. We're trying to figure out it's of no known make or origin, nothing that we're quite aware of. How does that relate to the explosions from the planet? Well, the explosions, we're not quite sure. It came in from the vicinity of a place called the Principal City. Ah. Do you know of it? We know of the city. We are familiar with it and its advanced technologies. It is likely a craft of the Principal's make. One of the elves sitting in one of the cockpits says, By uh, my earliest projections, they've lost uh, a half a million to one million living souls in that area. An explosion of that magnitude would have wiped out untold millions. The city was under attack. We cannot tell what caused it, but there's no way anything survived all the uh, with all the uh, mana wave radiation that we're detecting from that part of the surface nothing would have survived that's potentially fortuitous another elf says captain I think we're being hailed after all on an old frequency look and then she brings up something on the screen and there's this like little you know waves that are going by these like high technical screams we're being hailed the captain looks and says bring it on screen and then the screen opens up and then there's this picture of a glowing ephemeral skeleton in a traditional looking pirate ass costume and the pirate skeleton is I'm Captain Tosalt the Tremendous and your ship is mine let's go back to Nash and Lyriel Tosalt ugh Um, so Angelashi looks to you Nash and takes your arm and says Nash, there's there's something I haven't told you. Does it have something to do with a pipe and a boot? (laughs) (laughs) She chuckles a bit, too. She goes, yes. Yes, but but don't be mad at me. You had an affair with a a Home Depot. She, yes. brings you, she brings you in closer and I need everyone else with headphones off please again for just 30 seconds she whispers in your ear and she says I'm not an elf what are, what are you then I'm like you I'm a changeling alright headphones back on with everyone Man. Now, Lirel, you see that the two are, are talking very quietly together, but she seems very emotionally distraught. Oh, you're muted, Kristen. Thank you. Uh, question for you as the DM Could I animate the objects inside of her, or do I have to have line of sight? 
for animate objects. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Well, you're the doctor. You're the smart one between both of us here. Because it just says <laughs> objects come to life at your command. Choose up to 10 non-magical objects within range that are not being worn or carried. Yeah, range 120 feet. It doesn't specify a line of, t- line of sight, actually. So I would say no. Perfect. All right. Uh, so... Uh, Did you know if this would be a magical means or this would be a science uh, science means? Uh, this would be magical, yeah. Okay, so one of the attendants who's also familiar with the arcane arts comes forward and then grants you, like, puts a hand on Angelashi's stomach and then touches you on your shoulder and then her eyes close and she's sort of whispering but no words are coming out as she speaks. And then in your mind's eye, you have view inside the womb. Okay, cool. Uh, so in that case, she's going to cast Animate Object to see if she can't get those objects north of the fetus so that the fetus can exit the body without any kind of obstructions. Okay. Uh, headphones off, except for Kristen, please, because this is way more fun doing this shit this way. Um... So you cast a spell, burn the spell slot. Unfortunately, the spell fails. They're not objects. Okay. All right, we're doing this then. That was quick. All right, well, when the contractions get strong enough and you feel that squeeze, that burn, we're going to push. So just let me know. Otherwise, we're monitoring the situation. Angela, she's just like nodding her head yes, ready. (laughs) Is one coming? You'll have to let me know these things. All right. And as you say that, there's another um, uh, hit on the ship. This time, a lot harder than the last time. Like a shockwave, not a physical hit of anything. Again, like what happened. Dexterity save for everyone, please. 17 this time. 16. 19. All right. Everyone make... Seven. Seven. Oh, the doctor slips. <laughs> <laughs> doctor falls to the ground. If you're okay, get back up. All right, perfect. Uh, with that, we go back to Varel and and uh, Stanley, the Captain Tosalt on the screen. He goes, "Ah, I've been sent to collect your ship, and it'll be mine." Sent by so- who? That's for me to know and for you to never find out. All right. Safe to say he's hostile. Is there something we can do? Does this ship fight? Well, I'll sh- I'll show you hostile there, planet not lubber. Talking to and then he, he's, he, to- <laughs> he, his figure goes up and it goes right down onto a thing. Well, he heard you because the hailing frequency is still open. Or were you not speaking in character? No, I was. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't know how these things work. He hasn't seen yeah. Star Trek. So he presses a button, and the, this time the ship rocks as something physical hits it. Ka-chink, ka-chink. Uh, make your dexterity saving throws the two of you, please. 15. Uh, another 16. All right, you guys stay up. Um, now, Nash, Angel Ashy Chunks, and Bok Bok, you hear a loud, and then it's metal ripping on metal. 
and then the side of the ship's been pierced with something intense and immediately the vacuum of space begins sucking out everything in the ship leading to the back door um, I need uh, everyone to make a strength or a strength saving throw uh, not the two of you because you're in the cockpit um, or be sucked away by the vacuum of space and that are we affected by this too or just them Yep, n- not you. Just you, Angel Ashy, yeah. Nash, and Lirel, and everyone else in that room. Okay. A, a 19. Oh. Okay. 12. All right, 12. Um, so uh, you end up... All right, so I got to move a few tokens around, but the ship towards the back explodes open. <laughs> this door closes emergency, but all the elves in the hallway here fly out <laughs> as it gets pierced open. <laughs> They all start floating out the window. Uh, and some of them are managed to hold on. Uh, all right, perfect. So you rolled a 12. That means you're getting blown out as well, Liriel, as you try to help Angelashi. <laughs> the you know the air just sucks you out into the hallway. You're now flying down the hallway. And this group here have moved out into space too. As the whole Oh jeez. As the bunch of elves just immediately start flying out. Okay, and you're hanging on for dear life on the corner there, Liriel. There's a few other elves hanging on as they try not to fly away, including we'll let one hang out over here too. The door below is closed. Um, now I have to roll saving throws for Angelashi. Uh-oh, she flies off the bed. Whoosh, and <laughs> with broken water is now hanging on to the corner. Bok Bok, um, uh, his lifeless body, not lifeless, sorry, his unconscious body floats out the window, or floats out the med bay as well. Uh, Chunks is fine as Chunks get into a little corner there and keeps himself safe in the cabinet. And lastly, the two attendants, fourteen, are able to hold them. Are able to hold themselves into the room. All right. Uh, as that hole happens, another there's a second impact right after, and it explodes. Now I'm not going to be able to draw it here, but it'll make sense in a second. It explodes out from this corner of the ship as well. All right. Roll one for the admiral. All right, he saves, so he's hanging on to a corner. The elves over in this room begin flying out as well. Now these elves are all holding on to what they can, but the whole ship just sort of explodes as two holes in the side pierce open, and the vacuum of space begins sucking people out. Angela actually looks at you, fear in her eyes, and actually goes, "Help!" as she holds on to the corner, trying for dear life to save. How far am I from her? Can I? Uh, You're about 15 feet. She's she's hanging around the corner. Uh, can I, I want to run ush. Run ush. I want to run up. Where the hell did run ush come from? Anyway, I want to run up and kind of hold her and uh, pop a uh, shield so that she's in, in my shield. Okay, does the shield prevent her from being drawn out? Does it? Uh, just as a visible barrier, magical force appears and protects you until the start of your next turn. You have a, a plus five to AC, including against the triggered attack. So it's usually a reaction. But I'm just trying. Mm-hmm. I just got to do something to help her. Okay, you can cast shield on her if you like. All right, I cast right. a level something one. Perfect. So you cast shield on her. Um, and there's this just glow upon her as she's protected now from attacks. Okay, um, Liriel, do you want to do anything as you've managed to grab on to a corner but are being um, drawn out? The, the force is stronger than your ability to sustain it indefinitely. Yes. Um, also, air will be an issue. Maybe. 
Okay, uh, Liriel is going to go, oh my! And then she, as she does, she'll catch, she'll hold up her hand, and what looks like stars come out, and they'll create a sparkling night sky barrier uh, as she casts Wall of Force against the rip in the ship. Nice. Okay, so you're going to create a wall of force on the rip of the ship. Do you know what the dimensions, do they have to be, or they can be malleable to? It's pretty malleable, it looks like. Okay, all the new spells are coming out. A shape, a flat surface made up of 10 foot by 10 foot panels. Uh, I don't know if it gives a max range. Oh, you can form a hemispherical dome or a sphere with a radius. Oh, you can make a sphere too out of it. That's cool. Um, each panel must be contiguous. Okay, so it's a wall. Nothing can physically pass through the wall. It is immune to all damage and can't be dispelled by dispel magic. Cool. This wall also extends into the ethereal plane, blocking ethereal travels through the wall. Good to know. All right, so let's get your wall of force up here. Let's see. Wall. Searching for assets is kind of rough. All right, this looks cool. Let's just use that. So you'd like to place it, like, here, maybe? Yeah, just to cover up the crack until, um, I'm assuming emergency panels can come down. Yes! And Chunks is having a good time. Uh, You can can hear Chunks from the hallway and you've you've closed it up. All right, perfect. You close it up and everyone's able to uh, hit the ground again. Um, Angela Ashley is like in a slump on the ground as, you know, she's in a lot of pain right now. She slumps down to the ground, sitting down. Uh, Now, yes, please. Can we have those blast doors closed? Uh, She's giving birth here. We need some calm. All right. So the computer speaks on it and says, blast doors have failed. It's not good. All right, so back to... (laughs) All right, uh, actually, I like that as the last sentence for the break, if we can. Can we do the break now, and when we come back, we'll continue our little adventure. Yeah, okay, we're back. All right, we're back with Vorel, and we're back with Stanley uh, on the bridge of the ship the screen uh, with the blue glowing skeleton dressed as a complete pirate on it and as he says that you know your understanding is not required pushes the button he um, you see a bunch of like figures like skeletons just like run past them towards the rear of whatever ship that's there and you feel the ship wrench beneath your feet <laughs> and he looks at you he goes ah <laughs> your booty will soon be mine <laughs> and he's just laughing. <laughs> I'm going to send Fluffy over. You'll like Fluffy. <laughs> I'm enjoying this immensely. Are most conversations like this on board? I'll say to the captain. <laughs> Everyone else alarmedly looks at you and goes, This is a serious matter. <laughs> of course it is. Fabulous. Defensive stations now. Prepare to be boarded, says the captain. And then they go, and then immediately, uh, as soon as she lets loose the um, uh, the alarm and uh, in in the spaceship, so that you're actually hearing the two uh, large solid objects hit along the side of the ship. 
and you can see by the screens that are that are on there uh, as the, one of the um, pilot switches views uh, from the captain. It moves into a little picture-in-picture thing down in the bottom corner, and and you see that the 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 blue ship, the one that's been glowing blue, has moved up to the side of your current ship and has launched two like tubes to the side of it. And you immediately begin hearing the sounds of, of, of pounding on the side of the ship, and it reverberates and echoes everywhere throughout the ship. And the captain in the picture in picture is going, <laughs> Go soften him up, Fluffy. And with that, the vacuum in the ship completely falls as both holes are now sealed up, one by the tube. And uh, you guys can't see the other where the other tube is hit, but uh, Liriel has you've put a wall of force where the one of the tubes is hit, so you can't really see it, but you do get the feeling that something connected there from the reverberation in the ground. Okay, um, what would you guys like to do? Have we benefited from a short rest since our last battle? Yes. Okay. Angela actually looks to you and Ash says, I think we should go back to the medical bay. All right. Okay, wait. I thought we were in the middle. Where are we? You're, you got blown out of the oh, hallway. We're out well, of the she hallway. got blown out of the hallway and you followed her. Yeah, okay. Liriel standing in the, tea, or the, the cross junction. Yes, yes, that would be best. Let's all go to the medical bay. Okay. And we will bar the doors and we will have this baby. <laughs> or should I say babies? Uh, yeah, let's do that. So, all right, I'll I'll pick her up and carry okay. her in there. You, you also note the use of the word babies. Plural. Okay. I will put it out of my mind because... Because the a boot, it's a problem. I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Okay, and as you can't wrap your head around things, uh, you see that elves are moving down the hallway, getting into defensive positions uh, to prepare for boarding. Um, Varel and Stanley, any actions you'd like to take at this juncture? Uh, I mean, I guess I Stanley still doesn't necessarily know what's going on. He heard the sounds, right? But he doesn't really know that there's necessarily people here. Right, he right. didn't see anything. Right, so the captain looks to you and says, if you can provide assistance, now's the time, heroes. All right. Uh, what we do you know. need us to do? We don't know what we're facing, but our equipment is tailored for very specific types of combat. And judging by what I've seen on the screen, we are dealing with an ethereal foe. They are not very susceptible to psychotherapy. Your weapons and magics may be what's needed. Ethereal? What is the meaning of this? Beings from a realm beyond life. If your soul is intercepted on the way to its paradise that awaits you, you may find yourself in an in-between world where ghosts and the souls of the damned stir forever. Ghosts. Got it. 
I fought ghosts before, and I summon my flaming sword. Lights up. And everyone looks at you with a bit of worry, and the captain looks at the crew and says, It's all right. These weapons are okay here. We need them. Go forth. What is, what is the meaning of this device? I point at the red thing on the wall. Ah, that is a um, that is to use in case of emergencies. It's a and fire. I ret- smash it. I smash open the glass and grab it. <laughs> Strength check, please. Oh, you grab. Okay, you're not breaking the cylinder. You're just breaking the. Oh yeah, not the not the okay. device. Okay, <laughs> never mind. No need for strength check. Then. I thought you were busting the pressurized tank with your fist. <laughs> like that's a not a good. <laughs> I had a completely different scenario in my head about what would happen if you tried to punch a pressurized tank. Okay. Um, perfect. You break the glass and you take it. Yes. Excellent. Right. So I have in one hand a fire extinguisher that I don't know that is that, and a flaming sword in the other. And yeah. I exit so, the lounge. So mark mark fire extinguisher on your your inventory. All right. All so right. you exit the lounge, and as you exit, you see that uh, the battle geared uh, warriors are all set up, you know, at key locations, like to to try and avoid being, you know, out in the open and hit. They've all moved around. Uh, stay up from the open. Um, you can take position wherever you like. And as you sort of enter into this, you look to the left and you see that there's a piercing through the ship's hull and that some sort of this tube device is there. And there's a there's like this door and there's a lot of banging on the other side of the door. And you hear the laughter of the captain still over the intercom. <laughs> All right, I follow behind Varel. Let's All right, get ready. Any tactical considerations for preparation as the assailants board the ship? Varel, whatever we do, we probably need to do quick. I don't know when the pill from earlier is going to wear off. You're on a time limit, and this ship is under attack. How do we board the borders? I don't know. Through uh, whatever this device is, this tunnel. All right. Whatever happens, I will deal with Fluffy, whatever it may be. You make sure these people are safe. And is that Bok Bok down there? Yeah, you see Bok Bok lying on a pile in the middle of the floor. Bok Bok, (laughs) prepare yourself for battle. Bok Bok doesn't respond. Stanley, could you heal Bok Bok? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Uh, I'll get within 60 feet of him. I think I already am. I'll cast Healing Word at the okay. first level. All right, this, the, the burns on his skin clear up, and uh, overall he heals. How much uh, damage? Eight hit points. All right, and he's still looking pretty rough, but he goes... <laughs> <laughs> he looks around, he goes... Borel! Where... Am I? You're on board a ship of some sort of emotional barrier. I don't understand it quite. You will need this for emergencies. I hand him the fire extinguisher. Get yourself safe. Blowy. He looks at you, Blowy. Perhaps. I'm not sure. I haven't been instructed on the proper use of this device. Mm, No Blowy string. There is a handle of some kind. Perhaps that will do you well. 
Handle. Handle. Handle, yes. Handle. Please. Protect. He points to his, his, his junk and he goes, Handle. Just like that. <laughs> oh, no. We know what he likes to do with that handle. This place is full of phalluses. The woman in there. <laughs> she is weak from her lack of cloaca. Go in there. Save her. Keep her safe. Yes, he says, understanding that, you know, you, you did give him some training and he recognized that that is a command and something he needs to do. So he immediately moves with the fire extinguisher uh, about the size of his body into <laughs> into and the doors open up into the medical bay. And uh, Liriel, Angelashi, Nash, the two attendants sort of look to see who's disturbing them. And Bok Bok stands there with the with the fire hydrant. He looks, he goes, help. Help oh, is my. here. Oh, um, well, thank you. Uh, we appreciate help. We need you to help build a barrier because if if the walls get breached again, well, that might be the end for all of us. Ah, uh, barrier. Barrier, he says to you. Uh, uh, yes, can you stack things against the doors? Yes, bok bok stack. Bok bok best stack. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And um, he proceeds. He drops the fire hydrant on the ground. He proceeds to exit the hallway. I'm going to collect more objects, presumably. Uh, all right. Varel Stanley, are you ready to face down whatever's behind this, uh, the top uh, shaft that's breaking in? Uh, sure. All right. Yeah. Take, take your positions. All right, all the elves in this room are now hunkered down behind cover. <laughs> with each hit, the ship shakes more and more. And uh, with each hit, the denting of the metal, just like a big, like some sort of fist or thing, just... And then it stops for a second and there's quiet. And then you can hear Bok Bok going, it echoes that throughout. Everyone's silent except for Bok Bok, who's yelling throughout the thing. Um, and we're just going to take a quick moment to pause attention to show that Bok Bok has assembled all of the fire hydrants and stacked them in front of the medical bay door. <laughs> all right. So not sure how safe that is, but he has mission accomplished his way into doing this. All right. Um, <clears throat> and, you, and there's a this sort of quiet. And then you guys are sort of looking around. There's darkness. You can hear everyone breathing. <sighs> You can hear the hum. And then finally, like metal rips and a giant beast just going nuts, flailing about everywhere. It's going. And it has a, um, I have to, sorry, I hate coordinating at the same time as I'm doing these descriptions. <laughs> there, you see Fluffy now? All right. So this giant creature bursts into the room, nothing but teeth and mouth and large three-footed carapace. And these long tentacles sort of grab onto the side and pull the body through and then flail about. And then in the back, a large tentacle pops up and it's got eyes in the back and it looks around and it goes makes weird sound as it looks about. Roll for initiative. Jeez. 
that a, that a fart sound effect? What a, <laughs> a 13. Okay. A uh, 6. Okay. Another fantastic roll from Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines. I'll need one from you too, Liriel, please. This pregnancy is going to be part of combat. All right, sorry about that. No. I think I knocked at 22. All right, Liriel is 22. A seven and for Varel. Okay, seven for Varel. Okay, perfect. And Fluffy has a 20. So Liriel, you're up first. Do you want to take any medical actions? Uh, she's just going to wait for the contractions to start up. Okay. Um, perfect. Then we can defer that. Uh, that's right. So Fluffy merges into the room. <laughs> this giant beast, all sweat and skin, all teeth, and those large tentacles have two teeth, and he reaches out immediately to perform the following multi-attack uh, upon three attacks. One with, all right. One with his bite, two with his tentacles. So it reaches out to the nearest elf with a tentacle. All right, picks it up, whoosh, crushes it. What is the d -d -d damage? D -d 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 damage. All right, so he does. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, so he takes the elf and starts crumpling it. So he has this elf now in his hand. He starts crumpling it uh, as he grabs it into his arm, and then he squeezes it again. <laughs> Eleven, and as he squeezes it more, his torso. And the elf's like holding on to the tentacle, trying to uh, trying to push his way out. He moves a this laser pistol from his hand. He starts shooting it, pew, pew, and the lasers just bounce off of his skin and just hit the uh, hit the walls and just disappear into nothingness after that ricochet. And then one more attack from Fluffy, and the elf is snapped into two. <laughs> and then you just see sort of half of his body fly up, half fly down, and the top half of the elf is going. Uh, <gasps> still breathing and still alive. Um, all right, uh, Angelashi, her turn. She looks at you, <laughs> Liriel, and says, "Uh oh, oh yes, it's happening." <laughs> uh huh. <sighs> Congratulations. Let's do this. Should I be feeling this much pain right now? Oh, you'll feel more before this is over. Don't worry. Okay. And she continues breathing. <sighs> Nash, she squeezes your hand. She's going to make a squeezing attack roll. All right, that's 18. She does three points of damage to you. Jeez. To your hand. Really? Yeah, she's squeezing it's it immensely. Um, yeah, there's almost a, there's a bit of an energy coming from it, and it's... Can it's someone, someone remind me how old Nash's 11 temporary hit points are? Because I'm pretty sure they've expired by now. I just want to make sure. No, they you. go until your long rest... Is over. Okay, then I'm okay. Now I have eight then. All right, perfect. Um, all right, now it is Stanley's turn. All right, Stanley peeks around. He sees a nightmare, and he's going to cast Polymorph and try and turn it into a snail. Okay, perfect. So you go ahead and make that roll while I send the picture of what you're facing in the Discord channel. Uh, wisdom seventeen save for the creature. All right. 
Wisdom 17 save for the creature. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to do too many things at once here. There we go. Okay, perfect. Wisdom saving throw. Okay, it's a save. Well, crap. Uh, all right. In that case, I think I'll go... Well, the magic is going to have to wait, Varel, so why don't you show him what you do best and give him inspiration. Okay, perfect. Which, at this point, is a d10. Got it. And that will be my turn. All right, it's Bok Bok's turn. Bok Bok looks to you, Liriel, and goes, And he points to the fire hydrants. Oh, oh, thank you. Yes, that was very helpful. Uh, now, oh, goodness, <laughs> you're still here. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're all having a great time, aren't we? Oh, I just love children. <laughs> uh, well, pardon me, little one. Bok Bok, I believe is your name. If you could please go help whoever it was that sent you here. Yes. And that'll end Bok Bok's turn. Thank you, Kristen, <laughs> for the assist. Varel, uh, you're up. All right. So you're fluffy. Excellent. And I enter my rage. Uh, and the, the, the creature of no eyes and no mouth, or no eyes, no nose, just mouth, looks to you. Well, the eyes are in the tentacle in the back. And doesn't react, and reacts like an animal, and rears up, and you rush forward in your rage. Awesome. I engage it with my attack. A flaming blade. Okay. Make your attack roll. First attack is a 25. All right. This is a hit. This is a hit. That'll be 10, 14, 16 points of fire damage. Okay, perfect. 16 points of fire damage. The second attack flies. Okay. A 19. It's a hit. Nineteen points of fire damage. Okay, perfect. Stack on a flame burst of four damage. All right, we're up to thirty-nine, I believe. Action bonus, action movement. I'm done. All right, perfect. So you let loose a volley of strikes against it, poof, punching flesh, poof, and then bursting it. Poof, and you are punching it. You're, of course, slicing at it with the flame sword, but it didn't penetrate its thick, leathery skin, just seared it across the surface as you realize it's difficult to break the skin. However, you've performed two injurious attacks upon it and the flame burst, and it doesn't like it at all. Nash, you're up. Okay, so she's just, we're hand in hand. I'm protecting her, right? We're kind of just mm-hmm. hanging there. Um. Mm, okay, so... Uh, I'm going to be being very defensive here and not really wanting to help outside yet. You can't really escape very easily. There's a pile of 
fire hydrants stacked up in the door. Yeah. And remind me if... Not hydrants, but canisters. A long time ago, we talked about how we can't use... Um, let me pull up my spells. We can't use mold earth anywhere that doesn't have dirt, right? Needs to be loose earth. Yeah. Needs to be loose earth. Okay, well, that's not going to do me any good. In that case, I am going to... Um, peek out. Can I see Varel where I am? No. If I move to the edge of this, these hydrant no, things, your line of sight, you're completely blocked in by door and hydrant or yeah, fire canisters. And they're but they're half. Well, how tall are they? Are they? They fill up to the ceiling. Buck Buck's job was to barricade the door, the room. All right, then I'm just gonna sit tight. Okay, perfect. Nothing I can do. All right, very good. And as uh, as Varel, as you rush into that room and let out those shots, um, <laughs> the elves peer around the corner and fire lasers at this beast, and it does nothing to it. It just sort of reflects off. <laughs> All right, uh, Liriel, it's your turn. Okay, Liriel will turn to the an assistant in the room as Chunks has a little conversation in the corner playing with plastic gloves. Uh could you please check our door to see if we can close the blast door on it? If not, let me know, and I'll give you something we can tie ourselves down with. Okay, sorry, you asked her to check. Who did you ask that? Sorry, I missed that. An assistant in the room just to see if the med bay uh, blast door could be shut, but if not, she's going to get a rope out of her bag and have the assistant tie everyone to something secure. Okay, perfect. So um, one of your attendants moves to the console and says, uh, it looks like we won't be able to shut the blast doors with all the fire retardant canisters blocking the way. Oh, Perhaps but someone if they're can move moved? Them. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Could you move those, please? Yes, right away, doctor. And the, the attendant you. moves to the door and pushes the canisters out of the way sufficiently so that the blast doors can close, returns to the console and closes the blast doors. <laughs> Thank you. Now let's have these babies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. It's Fluffy's turn. <clears throat> All right. So, um, Varel, uh, this corpse here, this is actually a, a dead elf at this point. So, Fluffy moves down a bit, looking around. Just He's sort of positioning himself safer. He doesn't notice that there are elves in the other room. Or he does because they're shooting at him, but he's non-threatened by it. So, he moves to a safer location along the side. And then, as he moves, you hear a of the giant horde behind him uh, coming through the passage. So let's see here. Uh, And I got to place them on the map at this juncture. So let me just do that. All right. So I'm only going to do that amount because it's not their turn yet. I got to roll them into the turn order. Perfect. Okay, so as he moves, you notice that there's a horde of, of ghost-like pirate <laughs> pirate dudes just running, to, like, and they look like traditional pirate dudes. Garb, you'd be more familiar with the more D&D trophy at the very least, as they begin rushing down this tube towards you as this as Fluffy moves out of the, uh, moves out of the way, circling you, and then, uh, but they haven't entered into the room yet. You just see the horde barreling down this passage. Um, this creature here... Uh, okay. Um, 
attempts to cast a spell upon you as its eyes on the back of its tentacle light up and both of its tentacles move up into like this praying mantis formation above you and he's like attempts to hypnotize you with his thing um so i don't need to make the roll he attempts to cast hold person upon you and that means you're going to have to make a wisdom saving throw all Uh, right well you have to or sorry uh, it's set by intelligence but hold person is a wisdom save so go ahead 17 all right, you save from the whole person. So this this beam of radiated energy just shoots out from the eyes above it, and it looks at you uh, frustrated as it attempts to, to hold you in place and is unable to do that. I believe that's all it can do for this turn if it does that. Yeah, so I've picked that as the action, so I don't think I can do an attack action with that. All right, that has failed. Um, it is now Angel Ashy's turn. And Josh is she's gonna make a push roll, okay? And uh, she be, she's beginning to go into labor. Oh boy. Good, very good, great push. We're gonna keep that up. Okay, perfect. Now uh, next on the turn order is the the undead that ran through the hallway. So uh, Varel, the the room fills up with these piratey gentlemen. Um, hang on. Have to make them appear. All right, there's some of them. Uh, layers are weird in this game, or this thing. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal them all at once so the gravitas of the situation is fully felt. Okay, perfect. Here we go. All right, so the room fills up with uh, these these pirate these these undead pirates with cutlasses. They're all going ar ar as they all begin running into the ship. Ar, they all they're all surrounding you completely. Stanley, you see Varel get absolutely mobbed by uh, these grunts here. They all make attack rolls to you. Uh, that one's a twenty. How many are around you? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. All right, two of them hit you. One for critical hit as he strikes, uh, you know, a burnt spot in your back where you're charred by the disintegration beam. Take nine points of slashing damage as the cutlass pierces there. And then there's another slicing damage of six. Got it. Slashing. All right. Perfect. Stanley, you're up. Well, crap. Uh, okay. Hmm. I have no idea what to do. I don't know if I was expecting, though I probably should have, a horde of pirates. Uh... Alright, well, I gotta at least be able to... Oh, okay, I have a question, DM. Um, The pills that I have that Mm -hmm. uh, did the energy thing. So they gave the effects of a long rest. Was that only in terms of recovering spell, or was that also in terms of recovering HP? Everything. Long rest. Keep it simple. Okay. I am going to 
take out the pills, and I am going to mage hand them over the top of the pirates down to Varel. And say, Varel, you need to pick me up. And try to hand him hand him the pill. So he's so he can heal up. So the economy of that would be an action like for to use the mage hand, right? Or yeah. Is... So that would be an action for that. Okay. And then as a bonus action, we'll say parlay and we'll send uh, diplomacy to just try and stab Ooh, let's this get diplomacy one up. All right. to uh, maybe clear a way out if we need to funnel backwards. Okay, let me find diplomacy here. Why can't I find you, diplomacy? There it is. All right. Um, make your attack roll for diplomacy. And okay. you have some mage hand going on here too, right? So let's get a little mage hand. All right. Attack with diplomacy is going to be an 18 to hit on the pirate. Okay. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. That's going to be 10 piercing damage to the pirate. Okay. And here's the mage hand. It's animated. If you have animations on, it looks a little weird. Ooh, spirity. Ooh, yeah, look at that. It's very big. All right. Um, sorry. Uh, how much damage did you do? Ten to this guy up here. Okay, you do ten to the grunt, and it dies. You stab it, and it's it's you know skeleton just sort of falls apart into a pile on the ground before you. Uh, all right. I will. Step back a ways to there and call that a turn. Okay. Uh, Bok Bok is up. Bok Bok just looks proud and waits to let the blowy go. Uh, Varel, you're up. Is the pill like soft capsule or hard pilly Flintstone wow. style? Um, they're soft caps and they kind of glow pink. Wait, what did the Flintstones have for? I've never. I, I don't He's talking know. about the Flintstone vitamins. Oh, oh, the vitamins. I thought you meant the pills hey, they hey, took hey. on the cartoon. Okay. All right. Compact powder. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Fred, we could pick your vitamins today. Very <laughs> <laughs> strong and yeah. growing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to in character your fabulous move and your action, but I would not accept the pill. So as oh, it flew in my face, I go. But for your own sense of comfort, we did long rest and I used hit dice, so D&D Beyond is not accurate on the stream. Okay. I am currently sitting at 114 hit points. Okay, that's So a pill flies by my face, I go, and blow it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that won't, that won't cost you any of your turn, economy. And I will start with a bonus action flame burst. Okay, bonus action flame burst. Uh, how wide is the flame burst? It is 10 feet aura and uh, four fire damage. This looks like an aura is going to matter here, so hang on. Let's give you the aura. There it is. That one for yourself. Perfect. I was looking for a fancy animated one since we're playing on this thing. Uh, okay, four fire damage to each, to everything there. Yes. Uh, this might be too distracting, but it does exist um, as a thing. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so bad. That's badass. That's great. Uh, and if I move to back, that way it's underneath everyone. There you go. 
<laughs> Perfect. Okay, so you so you do four damage to everything in that square. I don't think I've centered it on you properly. I think it's there. Yep. Right? So all but two of the enemies the, currently one, on two, the field. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I see what I've done. It's it's a five by five square. There we go. Okay. Um, you do four damage to each of those guys, right? Correct. Fire. All right. So yeah, you wave of fire splashes it whoosh, and hits all of them. Ah! And they all they're all sort of lit aflame, but it douses pretty quickly as they're ethereal, so they don't have much on them that's actually flammable. Um, but the fire still damages them. All right, I would like... Uh, Stanley killed the one behind me, directly behind me, right? Yeah. It's got the cool. skull on him. I would like to break my flank by first doing a attack to the one below me on the map. Okay. Perfect. Make your attack. First attack is a 23. It's a hit. Sixteen points of fire damage. Sixteen points. Okay, so you annihilate it completely as you as you hit it with your sword. It breaks violently into a million pieces. Perfect. So I'll, I'll do the the front swing on that one, and then go for the loop around the stab backwards behind you with the flame sword. Okay, to hit to some another person. Yes, to attack the one behind me. Gotcha. And that'll be an attack of. 22. 22. Okay, it's a hit. 18 points of fire damage. You do it. All right, you kill it. Uh, Also exploding it into a fiery, uh, you know, explosion of bones and clothes as it dissipates. I end my turn. Okay, so uh, that brings us to Nash. Um, Angela, she's beginning... To give birth. All right. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to tell her to breathe, breathe. Don't forget your breathing. That's important, especially if there's a boot in the way. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. And all right. That, uh, let's all I can do. Let's have the, a performance uh, roll, please, to see how comforting you are. All right. Oh, I haven't done a performance roll in a while. Let's see. That's plus four. I like that. So let's do that. Okay, here we go. Uh, an eight. I rolled a four and got a four. Bonus. <laughs> Angela looks at you with some irritation <laughs> as you're not helping at this moment. That's what she said. Yeah. I'm stressing her out. Excellent. Okay. Um, anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no. Just I, if, I, if I still have no line of sight on anybody, I'm I'm staying here. Okay, perfect. So, uh, Stanley, as you stand amidst this hallway, uh, not undercover while everyone's sort of looking around these other elves, they tap each other's shoulders and they begin to move back. They're expecting more to come in and they tactically move to a farther location behind as they make space. Uh, The doors to the cockpit are sealed. Um, Let me just... I don't have a door here to represent it, but the doors to the cockpit become sealed and that's the last you see of Captain Solania for now. And those in the hallway begin to move back, uh, take positions a little bit farther back as well. Uh, Liriel, you're up next. Uh, Liriel has taken a little stool that she's wheeled over uh, down between Angela Ashley's birthing canal, and she's reaching in and 
you know, seeing if she can see a boot or fork or a pipe or even a baby. Okay. And she'll and see the stress between Nash and Angela Ashy and she'll I mean, go, well, why don't we talk about something happier? Where are you both from? <laughs> I'm from Perfect. the solar mines. I'm now not sure about her. Get the baby out. We can't rush these things now. Now, please, keep talking. Uh, Angela Ashy says, Tell me about where you're from. Who? Something you haven't told me before. Yes, great idea. You're doing wonderful. So I have to tell her something I haven't thought of or I've told her before? Uh, when you get to your turn, you can think about it, all right? Okay. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Liriel? Uh, nope, just getting ready to help usher whatever it is that pops out first through the canal. Okay, so uh, let's see here. One second. I see. Okay. Okay, so uh, in front of you, Varel, the fluffy, the creature, um, whips his tentacles out and attempts to assail you with them. It's a grapple check. And let us grapple. Actually, it is not a grapple check. Damn. You just may end up getting you don't get a you don't get a say oh. in this. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm reading it here and I'm like, nope, this is a one-sided. That's okay. my specialty. First one is a miss with a 10. Second one is a 21. Hit. Okay, so it's going to deal 10 points of bludgeoning damage to you. Let me get that. Uh, nine, 14 bludgeoning damage. Sorry. And um, you are now grappled by one by the second tentacle, and are restrained by the by the tentacle. Um, it then attempts to bite you as it has you in its mouth. Oh, there goes that dice. Fell off the table. Pick it up later. Uh, Eleven for the bite. So the, it it attempts to put you into its mouth, and then you lodge a foot on one lip and a hand on the other. And it's unable to bite you, and as it brings its jaws down, you're able to push out and not be bitten. All right. Um, Angel Ashy, it is now your turn. Why, thank you. And so she looks at you, and she grips your hand very tightly. And you take... Three points of uh, emotional support damage. (laughs) Wow. Darkest baby. <laughs> it's very draining. Got you right in the emotional support damage area. Yeah, and she's going to make also a roll for... Gonna make a pregnancy roll, and it's still... Oh, no, that'll work. Okay. So, Dr. Liriel, uh, the, she's now beginning to push, and she's now crowning something. Um, it appears to be very small, and not likely the baby, however. Good, good. Just keep the pressure on. Remember, you want to keep... Through. Where it is going out, not going back in. Okay, um, perfect. Okay, all right. Now that brings us to the undead. Now the pirates uh, are rushing in all around you, Varel, and you're trying to take it out, take out as many as you can. Are you able to do opportunity attacks? Only if they leave my zone, right? They if they're still touching yeah. me, I can't opportunity. Yeah. So the grunts are going to run in. So you get okay. one oppor- You're going to get three opportunity attacks, basically. Have at her. Or no, you can only do one, right? You get a limit of one per round. Right. So do one. April for me, please. I will. It's a 17. It's a hit. Roll damage dice, please. 
17 points of fire damage. All right. You spin around and slice the head off another one as this, the pirate just goes nuts. But you notice that they're running past you as Fluffy's been taking care of you. So they're all going to run in like maniacs here and populate the ship everywhere. So they're just running in and they, they're going to rush down Sensate Philanthalar. Hey, do I get an opportunity attack as they run by? You are, yes. I will take it. Okay. Perfect. Oh, that guy's on that screen. Sorry, guys. Just got a bit of a D&D beat or roll 20-ing to do. Sorry. Okay. Let me... Uh, let me see here. Change layer to token layer. Thank you. Aerial pirates have entered the base. Aerial <laughs> pirates have entered the base. <laughs> Some more pirates run in. The pirates all really rush in. They can't get to that part of the mess hall, though. But they run in, and behind them, uh, you hear loud, loud, large footsteps in in the shaft behind them. You see a large figure going, and let's see here. Let me go to this overlay, please. And let me get those guys out. And then two uh, marksman-looking pirates who have crossbows start filtering out of the tunnel from the ship as well. Okay, Um, they all sort of run around you, (laughs) not wanting to to attack you, but the two marksmen draw their bows and fire at you. Okay, one's a hit, and that's a hit as well. So let's see here. Okay, so one arrow hits your scales for seven points of damage. And another one deals five. Five normal old piercing damage. Piercing damage from from, cool. air, from ethereal arrows, but piercing damage nonetheless. Okay, so the more undead have rushed into the ship and then are rushing down the hall and they're trying to terrorize everything they can. They, can. they also attack Sensate Philanthalar. There's three of them near him. All right, it's a miss as he dodges. Oh, he gets hit by that one. But the sensate like has his hands behind his back and he's just like trying to dodge them all like Neo from the Matrix style, but he gets hit twice. <laughs> uh, he takes some damage, and this is these are critical swings that hit him, and he gets cut in his face and then cut in his chest, and he goes, ah, as cutlasses pierce through his skin. Um, Angelashi, it's your turn. Oh no, wait. Wait. I did that. Stanley, it's your turn. I also should get an opportunity attack from yes. One please of them. make your opportunity attack. Yeah. Okay. Using Warcaster, I'm going to hit one with a vicious mockery as it goes by. Okay. Wisdom saving throw, mm-hmm. uh, seventeen on one of them. It's a save. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I rolled nineteen. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, never mind. Um. Okay. So, yeah. So that's that. But Stanley, it is your turn. Uh, okay. Um, I got nothing I can do. Uh, let's, I guess, have diplomacy stab that guy. Okay. Or try. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a 12 to hit. Perfect. 12 to hit uh, on that guy. That is a hit. It's five damage to him. Okay, perfect. And I will pull out my Corpse Slayer dagger, which, hey, might actually be useful here. Hold on. Um, 
What does it do to undead? These are undead, right? Mm-hmm. An extra D8. Sweet. Uh, well, I'm going to take out the Corpse Slayer Dagger, and I am going to uh, jam it into the one nearest to me. Okay. That's going to be a 12 to hit him. Yep. It is hit. And being... It's an extra D8, which makes it 12 points of damage. All right, perfect. 12 points of damage it is, and you kill it. One of them is removed. All right, that's all I can do. pirate looks at you and goes, Arr, no! And he, you know, explodes into a pile of ghostly remains. This guy, or was it a different one? That it was a different guy. Did. That's the guy you opportunity attack. So I gave you a fail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you swing around, stab another one. Uh, all right. Anything else? Or is that it? That's all I can do. All right, Varel, you're up. All right. I would like to maneuver diagonally as to avoid opportunity attacks, mm-hmm. and rush the ranged skeletons. Gotcha. And I will hook up the first one with the first attack. Which is going to be a 12. Wait. Okay. No. Well, do I get to know if it misses or not before Bardic Inspiration? No. Okay. Well, all the same. Let's use the Inspiration. But you, you can roll and then use it. It's just if I right. declare it miss, then no. Okay. Let's make that a 15. Okay. Perfect. It's a hit. All right. going to be a 13 points of fire damage. Oh, wait, you can't move. You're still grappled. Oh, poop. Yes, that's yeah, right. Sorry. I didn't go in the mouth, but Bad. I am grappled. <laughs> you didn't go in the mouth, but you are grappled. Sorry for okay. that. Rewind. Uh, well, then let's uh, attack Fluffy. So let's go ahead and flame burst everyone in range. All right. <laughs> Four points of fire damage to five skeletons and one Fluffy. Yeah, marking it. And this would be a grapple contest to break out, or would I have to do escape artist? Isn't the thing? Uh, I mean. No, no. You can, you can, you can always choose to break out. You can use, and you as the breaky, you can choose dexterity or strength as the way you break out. Cool. Let's so do athletic. Yeah. Is that an action or is that an attack? Um, an action breaking your grapple is going to be an action. Yeah, full action. Okay, let's wail on the beast then. Okay. Sounds more like Pharrell. Yeah. Alright, it's a 12, but I'm going to use that Bardic Inspiration to make it a 16. Okay, let me see. Uh, it is a... Oh, it is a hit. Awesome. Hook me up with 14 points of fire damage for the first attack. 14 points of fire damage. Perfect. All right, we're up to 14. We're up to 53 points of damage. Second attack is a 22. That's also a hit. 12 and 16. 18 points of fire damage. 18 points of fire damage. 60. Math. Okay, perfect. Got it. Cool. 
That's right. bonus action and the two attacks. I'm done. All right. All right. These two attacks pierce deeply now that you're close and intimate with it as you slice it. You slice into to what appears to be ghostly flesh. You swear you hear screams as you cut open this creature's flesh and, and like almost like the faces of people on the inside as like a some sort of membrane as it's just like something strange and ghastly about this creature as you slice deep and injure it but it, it's still as fierce as it was in spite of its injuries um, alright Nash you're up remember Angelashi and the doctor recommended you tell her the doctor recommended you talk to her Angelashi asked you to tell you something you've never told her before about your past alright uh, Angelashi I pretend like he's terrible and I kind of hate him, but I actually have great respect for Stanley. I've never told anyone that, and don't you dare tell him. I won't. Is that is that it? I, I was gonna I was gonna make a comment about making a plant penis permanent, but I'll save that for later. I'm not gonna do it now. And I also want to talk to her about the things she said, but I don't want to talk about it out loud. So that's all I'm going to say for now. Okay, perfect. Um, all right. Well, the, it wasn't particularly comforting thing to tell her. And uh, <laughs> she seems more in distress than she was. <laughs> okay, I'll learn from that. Nash will all remember right. this. Very good. So from behind you, Varel, you see laser lights uh flashing and then they've come to a brief stop and the elves emerge from the corner with blades in their hand realizing that what they're doing is ineffective and they've started to attack fluffy from behind that's a miss and that's a miss <laughs> just as useful as ever and that one's a hit okay so one of them managed to sink their blade in but doesn't it doesn't go very far. The creature doesn't react. You see them wailing on Fluffy from behind, uh, but it, it only inflicts a couple of points of damage. Uh, they haven't really gotten any good hits in. All right, that's the elves. Liriel, you're up next. You see that Nash has failed epically at, com- at comforting his partner. Well, that was a very nice try, Nat. But uh, let's try something a bit more strengthening shall we she's in a lot of pain right now so how do you get over pain how do you push through what do you like to hear uh what kind of encouragement have you always wanted okay you're doing great lashy we're starting to see some things i've got an idea i got a good one for next time (laughs) that sounds promising let's hope there's no next time very soon let's do this now all right. Only perfect. if the DM says I can. Oh, I have to wait for my turn. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fluffy's next. Fluffy uh, looks at you in anger, uh, Varel, and he grips you even tighter and he slams you into the. starts slamming you into walls. Uh, you must succeed on a constitution saving throw, please. Fifteen. That's going to be a failure. You take... uh, Oh, wait. I've got uh, inspiration. Yeah, that's... You're allowed to use inspiration at any time. Let's do that. Let's see what happens. I got a 19 instead. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> this is a much better result. You would have not liked the failure result. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, so he begins. He begins trying to smash you, like Hulk smashing Loki, like into the walls. Right? Just smash, smash, smash. But each time you get hit into a wall, you're able to grab onto it and provide yourself with, you know, some resistant hydraulic resistance through your muscles. You just go, and then he swings you again. And you go, and like block all of the hits. And that happens a few times. And um, that's what he tries to do. All of his energy is in trying to smash you against walls, and you have successfully catching yourself on each wall. Um, that brings us to Angelashi, who just is just concentrating on her birth. Let's make a birthing roll, please. A 20. All right, mm. uh, Liriel, um, a fork comes flying out. <laughs> oh, my. Well, this reminds me of a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Does anyone? Uh, is there anyone available to catch it? Were you prepared for that? I imagine you would be. We're One of the assistants. Yeah, you know, there's like a, a towel underneath, so I would catch the fork in a towel, hand it off to assistant, and oh, right. thank you, Chugs. Uh, another towel. Yeah, Chugs is on your by your feet. I like reaching up to the fork. Oh, you don't want to touch that. We'll wash that first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. And one of the attendants takes the fork and puts it into um, uh, this little bed. Uh, Angelashi, would you like skin to skin with the fork? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) Oh, here we go. All right. And then uh, another shape begins crowning immediately. I don't know if this is how, if this is the frequency with which things are birthed, but it's happening already right away. Just for the sake of expediency in the game, all right. So we, we don't have the why, data. How many did you take? Yeah, we don't have the data in front of us about how long a fork takes to emerge. So just gonna have to fake it. Well, the fork has emerged. Um, all right. So uh, let's see who's next. Undead. All right. So the undead continue filtering into the room. Um, this time there's this loud bish, 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 undead reach uh, reach in. They attempt to hit the cockpit, some of them, as they run up that way. All right. And Stanley, they're now just focused on you. And some of them have, uh, they're going to attack. Let's, let's start with Sensate Philanthalar. Let's see if he lives or not. No, the Sensate who greeted you aboard the ship finally succumbs to the, the slicing of the cutlasses as three ghost pirates laugh. And they go, <laughs> and they cut him down to pieces. And he goes, Oh, mother, save me. And he passes uh, passes away before your very eyes, Stanley, at the end of the hall. And they begin shambling down. And as they shamble down, elves spring out from the side and begin cutting them down, which we'll do on the elves' turn. Since it's not the elves' turn, I'm getting ahead of myself. So they rush down and push in this way. Um, Varel, the room now, uh, as they filter past you and begin emptying out, and I'm just going to... And they're taking care not to get within range for any attacks. I have a few more map-specific things to put on here. So one sec. As the room continues to fill up with dudes. Oh, good. More skeletons. Uh, You hear it. And then... Oh, wait a second. I need to be on the GM layer. Okay. This large skeleton emerges and it goes. <laughs> he begins walking through the pipe as well in the, in the rear of all these guys. 
Uh, so now there's Fluffy and this massive skeleton making his way through the pipe as well. All right. Um, since the other entrance is blocked, the, the main force is entering through this one dangerous place that Varel is standing in. Okay. Um, who else are they? Oh, they're in range to attack Stanley, so let's not forget the attacks here. Uh-oh. All right, there are four pirates around you, Stanley, and, and three of the four managed to strike you with their cutlasses. Six slashing damage on the first instance. There goes that dice. Eight on the second instance. Ten on the third instance. Six, eight, ten. All right, and that brings us to Stanley, your turn. All right, we'll have Diplomacy attack this guy that's right next to it. For a 17 to hit. Okay. 11 damage to them. Okay. The sword pierces through the skeleton. Cutting, cutting it at a key angle and it diminishes into a pile. <laughs> and it goes... Uh, then we will take the... We'll do a booming blade just on the hopes that it hits with the corpse slayer dagger. Okay. Um, and we'll go ahead and target... Uh, That's good. That's fine. Uh, so we'll target, I don't know, one of the ones that's within range. Uh, preferably one I haven't already hit, because it's going to do a lot of damage okay. if it hits. Uh, so to hit, that's going to be a 16. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be... Eight... Sixteen piercing damage. Do I need to roll the thunder, or did that already kill it? No, that will kill it. Okay. All right. So can you click the one that you attacked? I just didn't see. Uh, we'll say that one. Okay. Perfect. All right. So you uh, reach out and you stab it uh, right in the sternum, and it looks at you, goes, <laughs> and then it just sort of explodes into this mist of ethereal blue, and the skeleton, skeleton bones drop to the ground, going. Kink, 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 kink. All right, that's my turn. All right, we're up to Varel. Varel, you're within the grips of this creature. And his attempt to smash you, is attempted to charm you, and now it's going to put you in its mouth, it seems like. All right. Let's do a flame burst to all skeletons, five and fluffy. For four They're like, ah, damn it, fire! Ah! <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they all take four points of damage. All right, let's uh, continue the assault on Fluffy. A 22 for the first attack. Okay, that's a hit. Ooh, this is nice. It's going to be a 22 points of fire damage. 
Okay, 22 points of fire damage. Wow, that's a lot. And second attack is a 14. That's going to miss. It's going to hit All its right. wet, thick skin and just go... Burns it a bit. All right, and those are your moves. Uh, Nash, you're up. Okay. All right, Angel Ashy, I got, I got a good one. This, right, this will really help. Uh... You got a really strong vagina. It's going to push that boot and baby out before you know it because it's a great vagina you have. I told you to tell me a story, not... Uh, There once was a vagina... Whatever the hell that is. There once was a vagina named Larry who was kind of shriveled up and hairy. But when the time came, it wasn't super lame. And the baby came out. And we named it Carrie. <laughs> That's all, all right. I got. <laughs> I'm not, I've never perform- had a baby a- before. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> make a performance roll. <laughs> What's amazing is we can now all see what she sees in him. <laughs> uh, 14. Okay. Um, you, you make her laugh a little bit, and it seems to disrupt her breathing, but... It overall turns out to be a good moment if the elves are a bit puzzled by it's that it would be a positive thing. It sounds very dysfunctional. Okay. Better than bad. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You think think that's what you think? I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) All right. Anything else you'd like to do? That is all I can do. All right, and as you say that, as you tell that beautiful story, the elves emerge from the corner, and this elf takes a swing at one of the pirates and stabs it, but misses, so it doesn't really do anything. But another elf comes to try and help attack and hits and slices the the, the pirate, and he goes, Arr! and he explodes, and then she moves in, and then the door to the cockpit opens up, and the pilots step forward, and they all make attacks towards the grunts that are running through into this room. And two of them are killed as the fighting happens over there. And then to the south, the elves rush in and surround the forces here. Um, they move in, make their attacks, and, well, they easily outnumber them, so I'm not going to do rolls. The pirates who've run down this hall get slain easily, but I will do rolls for the three pirates to see if they get... Oh, no. No, that's not going to work. It's not their turn. I'm Okay. <laughs> Very complicated battlefield. Too complicated for me, anyway. All right, um, Dr. Evaney moves out next to you, Stanley. She looks to you and nods and then swipes at one of the skeletons next to you, hits it, and kills it. All right, and then from behind, Varel, the attackers on Fluffy make better rolls. Well, one better roll this time. <laughs> Two better, not one better roll. Oh, well. As they continue assailing it with these, you know, these sort of like hot knives as they these like sci-fi looking knives not hot knives as they stab in the back all right perfect the fluffy's beginning to take a lot of damage and there's a lot of openings now where ethereal goo is starting to steam out from the wounds um more of these uh, elves begin to take position farther up down the hallway as they look to fight um these are going to be dash actions though but anyone that's not working they're now sort of pumped out for action here these ones are stuck in the room, so they're sort of moving in now to finally get some 
vantage point should one of them go down and to pull them back and the admiral's in the back commanding them. That brings us to Lirio for the next turn. Hearing what Nash said, Lirio will go, Oh, uh, I... Whatever works for you both. I'm glad you're happy. (laughs) Just keep pushing. Okay, and um, perfect. Then the fork is resting gently in one of the beds. Uh, Fluffy, it is uh, your turn. Oh, that's an NPC. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Continuing the assault upon Varel, he is going to, or she, we don't know what it is, is going to attempt to bite you. 20 to hit. Hit. Uh, Where is my D10? There it is. One, six, seven, and five is 12 piercing damage. Got it. A constitution saving throw must be made, please. All right. 17. You save. Um, Let's see. By a hair, it sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You save by a hair. As you, as you get bit, you feel teeth sink into you, and you feel a hot substance like burning at the edge of your skin, but your fiery constitution pushes it out and saves you from whatever was coating its teeth as you pull yourself out. And as it, it, rips your, it rips you back out of the mouth again because it didn't comfortably put you in. It goes, ah, and it tries to put you back in. And it looks like it has these two tentacles. You're in one. It has a tentacle in the back with eyes, and the eyes look closer at you as it tries to examine how best to defeat you. And you hear a voice into your, into your head that says, You are my dinner. All right, um, that brings us to Angelashi, who's going to make a pregnancy roll. Okay, um, if everyone's ready, a pipe comes out, a smoking pipe. Lirial catches it in a towel and nods to an assistant to put it on the bed next to the fork. All right, Congratulations. Assistant. All right, and the assistant takes <laughs> the, 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 the smoking pipe and, and the towel and lays it in to a nursing, or what do they call them? Uh, incubator, I guess. Like little warming beds or something. Yeah, but yeah. warming bed off to the side. All right. Uh, and Angela's just going, when <laughs> the, the pipe comes out, you know, the whole experience. All right, uh, undead's turn. Great. So this undead's going to attack that elf uh, down the south. It misses. This one moves up to also attack one. That is a fail. Um, all right, Stanley, the one next to you. Makes an attempt on you and hits. Sorry. Seven points of piercing damage as the cutlass swings at you again, slicing you. This guy is intense. No matter how much you dodge, he seems to always find you. This grunt here attacks uh, Sergeant... Uh, what did I name her? Crame Synthel. Crame Synthel. Uh, it's a miss. The grunt up there attacks Captain Solania for a hit. And the captain takes uh, takes a stab to the chest. Oh, oh, oh no! Easy. She takes damage. Uh, eight points of damage, but does not go down. Um, wait, did I put on the right unit? <laughs> All right. Um, now, these undead here are going to rush in as much as they can around Varel. And seeing that they can't move any further through the room... They're going to take shots. They're all going to take shots at Varel. Uh, so let me roll those attack rolls. 
So that's a one for them. These four here. So. Doesn't he absorb projectiles anyway? Isn't that where it was going to go? He magnetized it to them, yeah. If the target is within a certain amount of feet of him. Okay, so you're going to take seven piercing, Varel, and then six piercing for two separate arrow strikes. His All crossbows right. are brought up, and you're in like this firing squad, and they all... You, four arrows hit you, or bolts, rather. Um, two of them bounce off or embed in your scale, but two of them hit. Okay, and that leaves us with this guy who goes... He still can't make it into the room. Everyone's kind of in his way, but he's smashing the walls going... Large pirate. And the other pirates go... You're forked now! All right, and... Um, the next up is Stanley. All right. Uh, let's send... This will be the fourth round, so let's send Diplomacy to stab the one that's trying to kill the captain. So we probably need a captain. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. It's a hit. That's going to be 10 points of damage. All right, 10 points of damage, kills it as you slice through it, undoing all of the ligaments holding the ghost skeleton pirate together, falls uh, to the ground, and its essence evaporates. Uh, And then it will fly back and return to my hand. Perfect. Um, So then... These... uh, Eh, you know what? We'll just do uh, we'll just do a corpse dagger attack on the one in front of me, or right okay. next to me. Perfect. Uh, that's going to be a thirteen to hit. Mm-hmm. To hit. Okay. You're hitting the weakened one next to you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Just whatever one's closest, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be 17 damage to it. Okay. You kill it. Uh, and then falls I the will take one step to just sort of block in this hallway, not let any more get past necessarily. Okay. And uh, that'll be my turn. All right. Perfect. Uh, bok Bok. Okay. We don't, he's just in the room. Pharrell, you're up. I am no meal. And I had. Flame burst for four. Okay. Two, four archer skeletons, one big giant skeleton, and one fluffy. All right. The archer skeletons burn up in flames as you flay them all. Uh, four damage to fluffy. And this large skeleton, like, oh, it looks like a, like maybe like an ogre skeleton or something. He's just large and massive, but you can't tell what it was. He goes as he takes four points of damage. And the fire as it raises up. Awesome. Let's unleash the double attack in the fluffy, starting with an 18. Okay, double attack. Uh, let's do it. Does 18 hit? Yes. All right. That'll be 15. 17 points of fire damage. 17 points of fire damage. Very good. Not bad. Second attack is a two for a ten. So it's going to be a miss, likely. What is it? Two for ten? A ten. Ten is, oh, the total. Ten is, ten is a miss, yeah. 
second cool. hit does not hit it. It's, it appears to be critically injured with this last strike, though, as you as you hit it. You hear a... As it shakes its head, drops you from its grip. All right. Uh, if I am free to move, then I will shift sideways and block the entrance for the big boy. Okay, perfect. It is done. All right. All right. Stanley, your mage hand is still hanging out there if you want to do anything with it. Oh, it'll it it's it's dissipated. Well, can, wait, it still has can, the pills, right? Yeah. All yeah, right, it can, can, it, it can. I mean, you could poke the this thing's eyes or something. Anyways, I just think it's cool that it's there. Yeah, it's just right. hovering there with pills, I guess. Okay, Nash, you're up. All right. Now um, you've just witnessed that um, the smoking pipe mm-hmm. has also been removed from your wife or your you know, significant other. Did it, was it ejected forcibly, or did someone have to yank it out of there? It flew out. Okay. Not very far, just a li- nice little hop and into the towel. <laughs> All right. Had, had an arc. Okay. I'll use my turn to say, what's left? The boot and the baby. That's it. Push. Maybe the boot can help. Oh, do you want to inspire? I want to inspire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking Scott, do you want to inspire or do anything inspirational here? I'm going to think of something good here. How about this? Nash just yells in her ear, I want to inspire. Uh, I'll, I'll have, I have another poem for you. Here here goes. And I, as I hold her hand tightly, I say, um, just because you think it's a toot, it will actually be a boot. <laughs> All right, roll a performance roll, please. All right. <laughs> Let's better make her at least grin. 17. Okay, she starts laughing. <laughs> and the laughter is actually helping her, I think. I don't know if that's really true, but we'll say in this fantasy world it does. And it helps her immensely. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just you see that she's smiling and laughing, and her mind's off the pain for at least a few moments that she's laughing. Okay. Okay. So, um, anything else for your turn? Uh, n- uh, no. Just right. I'm just there, there for the support. Yep, that's your role. You gotta yep. be good, good dad. Yep. Oh, there goes another dice. I'm just throwing them all over the place today. All right, the elves move up through the hallway now, Stanley. You see them rushing to join uh, as the other, you know, area that was meant to be boarded is blocked off. So these guys are all available to fight. Um, that one misses, but that one hits. This guy goes down. More soldiers move past the opening that have the chance. They all take turns slicing at this one. Dies. All right. These guys all now move down ahead, take positions next to you, forming that wall that you said, uh, you know, taking your cue from doing that. And they all form a wall in front. And they make attacks on the two grunts that are there. Okay. Oh, that's a miss. But there's another one. Okay, perfect. As they clear out the hallway of assailants. All right. Oh no, this guy's dead. Why am I moving that one? All right, it's this one. Now the captain, clutching her injury, yells over to you, Stanley, and, and says, "What should we do to prevent them from boarding further?" She yells that to you. I don't know if you have a quick response back. Uh, I don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> I got nothing. All right, you're just quiet. That's fine. All right, elves are now moving down the hall to assist. And the elves in behind are going to make attacks on Fluffy for you, Burrell. You have assistance. Yes. All right, one of them hits. There's 11 points of damage to it, which is a nice critical hit as they're trying to pierce its skin and finding it difficult to do so. They continue stabbing at it. One of them's like, oh, you can just see they got a good hit in with two hands on the knife. Pulls. All right. Um, now that brings us to Liriel. You're up. Liriel's just got a big smile on her face. It seems to be working, whatever it is Nash is talking about. Okay. Fluffy's next. And uh, Fluffy is going to attempt to attack you again, Pharrell. Um, this time, uh, wait a second. Yep, this time he's going to cast a spell at you again. All right. Let me see what is the save. All right, so you hear a voice enter your mind, Pharrell. And you hear it say, Enter my feeding hole. And it, then as he <laughs> says that, the eyes in the back glow again, and the creature gets down and puts his jaw on the ground and just opens it up like it's a doorway for you to enter. You need to make a saving throw. Wisdom. All right, I'm great at these. Nine. Saving throw. Oh. Nine? Nine. All right, you are now subject to the spell command, which is enter, I think. If your target can't use some typical command, target must, you know. So the command is to walk into its mouth, but it's a one-word command. So he says enter. Well, wait a minute. Doesn't Uh, command prevent, aren't they prevented from doing action that they know will be harmful? It's just entering his mouth. That seems harmful. That seems very harmful. That seems like getting eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Getting consumed is uh, harmful. Seems like it it doesn't say that actually. Is there any? uh, Is there any old school text like once you've saved from this effect, not rest of the day kind of thing? You speak a one-word command to a creature you can see within range. A target must succeed on a whiz saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. Spell has no effect if the target's undead or doesn't understand language, or the command is directly harmful to it. Perfect. Is directly harmful to it, so so it just wants you to sit in the mouth. It doesn't want you to <laughs> go just, down the throat. Just it just wants you to sit in the mouth. Yeah, it just says enter and opens the mouth. That's it. All right, um, perfect. So you're now charmed, and you're now going to enter the mouth next turn. Um, Angelashi's up, and Angelashi's going to give a a pregnancy roll. Eighteen. All right. Dr. Liriel, uh, or Lirel, sorry. No, Liriel, right? Liriel? Liriel. I, I don't know why. It, I'll get used to it, I promise. <laughs> um, it, hang on, I'm losing track of all the moving pieces here. There's okay. a lot on this board right now. Yeah, so you begin to see a boot uh, emerge, um, and it works its way through 50%. 50% of going, the boot? Okay. Yeah, 50% of the boot is on the way. It's beginning to crown. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Undead is next, and the undead have been pushed back. So, Varel, you're going to get hit by the giant ogre. As Before you walk in, it goes, little man, and it smashes at you and misses. 
I'm going to do a second pound. And this time it hits for a massive amount of damage. All right, you take 18 bludgeoning damage. Is a giant skull hand just tries to smash you into the ground. And because you're charmed, you sort of just shrug it off and continue uh, doing what you're doing. Um, there are no other undead around. So, Stanley, you're up. All right. Uh, let's do the combo. Let's send diplomacy to go stab the creature. And then heat metal on diplomacy. Okay, perfect. So the attack roll for the creature for diplomacy is a 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. It's a hit. And that's going to be 10 piercing damage. Okay. And then let's light up diplomacy with a heat level at... Let's cast it at 4th level. Okay. which is going to be 24 fire damage as the blade heats up. Describe the killing blow on the beast. Nice. Okay, so seeing Varel walking towards its mouth all... Uh, diplomacy is going to fly in and stab the mouth shut before he can enter, mm-hmm. and then just glow super hot until it begins to liquefy the being. All right, and the lips and mouth indeed do liquefy shut, and you can no longer enter them as it melts into a giant pus-filled puddle, like a wax statue melting before you. The sword nice. smoking out of the top. Um, all right, it is slain, but it is blocking all the other elves that are behind it. Uh, perfect. Well done, sir. Uh, Stanley's going to get a little closer, but he knows Varel's burning stuff, so maybe stop there. Yeah, very good. Alright, Stanley, uh, Bok Bok, alright, Varel, you're next. These tubes they're emerging from, are they attached to a ship, or are they like an independent uh, as you As you look down, you see that they attach out to some glowing blue version of what you're in, kind of. It looks, you know, it's a ship, it's a hunking Looks like a depiction of metal, but you, you don't have an exterior image of what's attached. Except for what you saw on the screens, which it looked like it was similar, but ethereal in nature. A ghost ship. Do there appear to be more skeletons behind the massive one, if I can see? Okay. Um, looking around this giant beast is going to require some effort. We'll take an action or some something. A bonus action ability. Okay. Uh, I will engage the ogre giant pirate skeleton in a grapple and attempt to push it back into the tube. Okay. Very good. Uh, Though it be massive. So you want to grapple and force it back in. Gotcha. Yeah, so if it's got hands... Does that have free hands? Are those hands open Uh, or weapons? Yeah, uh, no, no weapons. Big brute. Fists. Fist guy. Cool. I'd like to do the clasp and try to work it back. Okay. Very good. Uh, so make your grapple rolls. Uh, 25. Uh, 23. All right. All right. So you you do the Captain America versus Thanos thing where you take him by his hands? or Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. So you, you grab him by his hands and the, the skeleton face, like, large, angrily goes, huh? Ah. Realize he's restrained. 
and he's in shock taking it in. It's still your turn. All right, I would like to use my remaining attack and move to push him back to some degree. Okay, let's make an athletics roll. Uh, contest it again, please. All right. 17. Okay, perfect. So you're able to push him. Uh, what's the differential? Okay, you're able to push him into the tube as you push him back and he tries to push against you and you can see his like he's a skeleton so his expression doesn't change but you read his face is going like what? Huh? This can't be happening and he's like looking around panicking as you're just like forcing him back into the tube. Does he do it in like anime voice like that? Like uh? Like that? No no he's a skeleton he's just like ah! Ah!" and Kraken you know Uh skeleton. Uh Uh Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if I had hair, it would be going. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, uh, flame burst in for four. Okay, flame bursted, and that'll be my turn. All right, so that's Pharrell Nash. You're up next. All right, just the Angel babies Ashes. left. It's the only thing left. Push. Oh, there's a boot. There's a boot halfway out. Oh, I forgot about the boot. All right. Here, let me help. And I'll pull the boot out. That's my action. I'm pulling the boot out. Muriel's oh, yeah. going to set that hand away so fast. Okay. Well, uh, here we go. It's a dexterity contest between the two of you, please. Dexterity. So an acrobatics contest, please. Let's do it. Acrobatics. Okay. Or sleight of hand. You okay. Choose. Let me see what I got better. Hold on. They're both shitty. All right. So here goes. A 14. 14's the number, Liriel. 16. Damn it! All right. So she's faster, <laughs> and she slaps your hand away. Okay. Nash, I would appreciate if you, you don't try to interrupt the natural process of childbirth. But the boot's halfway out. You just grab the boot, and then the boot's all the way out. It might rip her insides and pull everything else out, too. Well... Then we'd be a lot more alike than I thought. I'm just saying, you could just yank it. Just pull it out. Sometimes it's faster, less painful. Just to yank it. No? It will be okay, I promise. All right. I know you're feeling a lot of adrenaline right, All right. now. And, and, and with that, Angela actually finally breaks. She goes, that's it! Get out! Get out! What do you mean, get, get out? out? Get out! There is no get getting out. out. There's no getting out. Off, get out. You come back after. Assistant, please open the door. Uh, but there's stuff in the way. My assistant's like, oh, there's quite a bit in the way. Okay. And he starts moving over fire hydrants. Then Bok Bok stands in the way. Hang on. Here's a contest. All right. Bok Bok stands in the way and goes, and the attendant's like, um, <laughs> Dr. Liriel, uh, we have a situation here. Um, okay, oh, little I man. See. Let's not disturb his uh, his help. Nash, if you would like to come down here, once the boot's out, maybe you could catch the child. Okay, all right. Uh, okay. Finally, something the, I can do. One of the, atten- one of the attendants uh, look, addresses you, Dr. Liriel, and says, um, perhaps we should give... Um, <clears throat> Mr. Nash, uh, a sedative just to help relax him. Oh, no, no, he's fine. Childbirth brings out such wonders in everybody. You're the expert, Dr. Liriel. Very good. And then he returns to caring for the 
little ones. Um, all right, so uh, now that brings us to. Wait, why did I cross Nash's name off? Oh, because I thought you were out. <laughs> I'm uh, Varel, I think you're up next, Varel. Yes. <laughs> be... No, no. Don't I elves. go after his family? Yeah, you just went. It's elves. Okay. So the elves now form a. Pr- uh, come inside of here. Now his body's right here. All right, and the elves look towards what you're doing, having them having shunted them off, and they go, "Quick, release it now! Pull away, Varel, hold on to something." And they move towards the cockpit and they attempt to tear away from this stuff rather violently, which is going to leave the vacuum of space open to you. Do you have an opinion on this? No, I'm too busy fighting the beast. Okay. All right, perfect. Uh, So they're about to get ready to do that. They don't do that this turn as they all move into position and get ready. Um, Liriel, it is your turn now. If there's anything you wanted to do. Uh, Just get ready to catch the boot and then prepare for an actual baby. Okay, uh, Fluffy is dead, so Angela is going to make her pregnancy roll, and the boot has now successfully made its way out, but this one didn't, you know, fly out. It came out gently. She will have it put in a towel and have that handed to Nash and ask Nash to bring it over to the warming table with the fork and the smoking pipe. Can I put those things, can I put the fork and the pipe in the boot? Or is that weird? You, ha- you only have the boot in your hand right now. Oh. She's giving you the towel with the boot. She okay. Gave it to you then I will take you to put it in one of the beds. I'm going to go put it in one of the whatever bed has the fork in it. I'm going to lay it next to the fork. It doesn't need its own bed. It's just a boot. Liriel, anything? <laughs> is that okay? Let him do that. I'm just going to put She's it in the bed with the fork. For the, the baby. Okay, okay. good. She's, She's not busy. paying attention. All right, you put the boot in with the fork. Very okay. good. All right, I'm just I'm sketching this out so I know which bed they're all in. I have a little <laughs> sketch here. Um, you know, see, it's it's very bad, but or whatever. <laughs> it's just a little diagram depicting. Um, all right, so now uh, that brings us to the undead. So the undead's going to try and break free of your confusing grasp here. Grapple check, please, versus you. I rolled eleven. Twenty. Twenty. Okay, perfect. Now, let's see here. Okay, so you continue to maintain the grapple. It tries to break free. It's unable to as you continue pushing him down the hallway, but you hear a laughter coming down the hallway behind going, ah! (laughs) And um, let's see here. I'm going to cast a spell that I've not casted before, but a spell emerges from this thing. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, I need a moment, please. Sorry, everyone. Uh, speak amongst yourselves. I'm frightened of this spell. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. There you go. Never keep these things handy, so I just got to find my overlay. I have a baby boot, and he is perfect uh-huh. in every way. <laughs> Ash, you have... Uh, you have- made everyone who has ever had to go through supporting their pregnant significant other feel better about how they handled it, (laughs) no matter how they handled it. Yeah, no matter what. You could really be nervous about it, but don't worry. There are people who chose to work (laughs) instead of showing up that are like, at least I didn't handle it like Nash Maggard of the Solar That's right. That was my goal today. Give you a nice baseline to be higher than 
<laughs> mission, <Right. laughs> mission accomplished. Okay, so uh, the spell that's being cast here, it's uh, Cloud Kill. A 20-foot radius sphere of poisonous yellow-green fog centered on a point you choose within range. It spreads around corners. It lasts for the duration. Uh, the area is heavily obscured. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, the creature makes a saving throw. It'll deal damage, a lot of it. Uh, creatures are affected even if they hold their breath or don't need to breathe. Okay, I shouldn't probably read all this, but I just need to understand it. Um, yeah, so a thick green fog of death rolls out of the tube and envelops you. It won't affect you till your turn. And that is the end of that turn. Stanley, uh, you're up. All right. You see this giant cloud at the entrance. Stanley kind of, he knows what the elves are going to do because he heard the call for that. Uh, is there anything nearby that I can grab to kind of anchor myself with? Um, there are handles everywhere in the ship just because this is this appears to be some kind of military ship for, you know, deployments uh, in hot zones. So you can, you see that there's a lot of things on the wall to hold on to. All right, I'm going to go grab one and lock my arm through it. Okay. And cast uh, right before I do telekinesis. Mm-hmm. And we're going to yank Varel 30 feet backwards over to me. Okay, perfect. Super cool. All right, and he doesn't, you don't have to make any saving throws or anything because he's, he's. Unless he's resisting it, but yeah. No, I heard the plan, so I'm down to bail. Yeah. All right, so where do you want him exactly? Like over here, maybe? Uh, Yeah, just over next to me so he could, in theory, end up grabbing one uh, one of these rings as well. Perfect. Okay. So you're now moved, and you're able to grab onto a security hold, handhold. All right, what else would you like to do, Stanley? Uh, that's it. We'll have diplomacy return to the scabbard, but uh, other than that, that's it. Bok Bok continues to admonish the attendant who tried to take down his wall. Uh, Varel, it is your turn. All right, I will grab hold. All right. You fasten and grab hold, as do the other elves. Uh, Nash, you're up. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Um, I still can't get through all this stuff, and Bok Bok's going to block me, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Can I? So the boot can, is out, though. You got one more, da- one more to go. Anything you want to do to help? Uh, final stretch. Moment. A- Angie, final stretch. We got this. Just push real hard. Okay, Dash. One more. One more, one more. I'm ready right here, and I'll be like in a catcher's position on the other side of the shoot. Dr. Liriel, he seems to insist now that he stands in front. Uh, Dr. Liriel will, slow, will grab your hands and gently reposition them so it's more of a gentle cradle catch okay. than that one. All right. <laughs> catcher's <Excuse> mid catch. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, and then after that, it is the elves' turn, and the elves now in position in the cockpit. You hear a, and you hear over the intercom, everyone hold on tight. You hear the ships creaking. And the skeleton floats, this giant ogre skeleton floats out into space as it pulls away and everyone needs to make a strength saving throw who isn't in a secure location. So everyone in the medical bay is fine. Okay. Uh, I need saving throws from everyone else. So the other two. 
strength wow. saving throws. A natural 20 on my strength save. Alright, what this elf I fault flies in? I was screwed. Sweet, you hold on tight as the vacuum of space begins sucking you. Uh, if an elf went by, um, I would try and grab him with telekinesis. Okay. I'm focusing right. I'm focusing right now on the elves that are like here. Some of them are flying out. But, okay. The admiral's fine. All right, this room is good. Um, the ones behind you, uh, you so you focus on catching anybody, right? So hang on. Fifteen. So captain is going to be in the safe zone of the this plane. Oh, this one. So this elf begins flying past you. And actually, because of where she was, she smashes into you. You're going to need to make another strength save, please. Oh no, that natural twenty though. It was. Yeah, so you're holding on fine, but she's happened. smashing into you. Well, it's now an eight. <laughs> okay, so you make it. Strength roll. Oh, uh, so you, you, she runs into you and she does. Uh, she knocks into you for six points of damage. And your grip slips a little bit and uh, she's flying past you. Do you want to make an attempt to save her? Uh, yes. Let me make a concentration check first, though, to make sure that I maintain telekinesis. Because yeah. your arm's locked in really good. Like, even though your, your, your strength check failing just means your arm's going to get ripped off. Nope, her hitting me broke concentration. I don't have telekinesis anymore. It's gone. Okay, so she flies past you and out the airlock. All right, the next one, nine. Uh, yep, another one flies past you. <laughs> no. Oh, well, there's nothing there. I can do. I got a. I got my hands held right. Yeah. Four. Goodbye, Doctor Avigny. Out the airlock. Out the airlock. The ones in here are able to close the door to this room, though, whoosh, and save themselves. The ones in the hallway now have to roll. Safe. Fail. Safe. 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 All right. Wait a minute. I forgot to add my constitution modifier. Two, two more sort of fall, fly in this direction, unable to do anything. Can you save any of these two elves? I got nothing. It's, All right. It's gone. They fly out into space too. They get drawn out and sucked into space. There's now a wide opening. Um, the elves from here grab the canisters and they toss one to you over in your direction, Stanley. Make a dexterity check to see if you can catch it. Just a straight dexterity check? Yep. Uh, 19. All right, perfect. You got it. You catch one in, in a free... You free up an arm, catch it, and the elf looks to you and says, spray the opening with it, and takes takes one up herself as she tries to fasten herself to the side and pick one up for herself and moves towards that area. All right, I'll... Hold it. Yeah. I'll start spraying. Do I have to be over there, or can it spray across No, you're within enough range, and, and it's sucking it out anyway, so as soon as you open up, you flip the lever and start spraying it, this foam wall begins like spreading on top of the hole. <laughs> covering it up completely. And you've now ripped away from the wall. Some other elves take some of these other hydrants and move them, uh, not hydrants, but the flame retardant canisters, move to the back of the ship and begin sealing up where Dr. Uh, Liriel has made a barrier. So that ends up getting sealed up too. But the cost of lives of elves were, were very high. Um, now that it quiets up a bit, 
and the place is repressurized. There's a quiet, solemn silence that hangs over. The only thing you can kind of hear besides the hum of the spaceship is Angelashi yelling and, you know, the, the activity in the med bay, which we go back to now. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so she's going to make her last pregnancy roll. All right. And you see that um, the, the one that was shaped like a baby, the head is beginning to crown. And and now she's breathing very deeply and you're telling her to push and Nash is looking on going like, should I give advice now or whatever it is he's saying, you know, like just being hit Nash. Oh, he's catching it, right? So he's Yeah, I'm there. ready. So Nash, you see all, okay, this is completely different. Nash, you see all this, you see the, the beginnings of the head beginning to push through and it's very gray, very, very gray. And as the pushing continues and the process completes, Eventually, that you know, I think the head is turned at one point so that the shoulders can come safely out, and and then the body of a newborn baby is in your hands, and its eyes open up for the first time, and you hear, and do I? Is it all its parts are there, and it looks like a normal baby? It looks like a normal, healthy baby, except um, its skin is gray. It's just, it's gray-skinned completely. And as you look into its eyes, you notice the eyes are, are big and almost cat-like. They're yellow. And the nose is, like, pressed down a little bit. But one of the eyes has a reddish color to it. And, you know, and the nose, the way the, the shape of the nose is not really pushed out as much as it's pushed in. And when she cries, there are little fang teeth inside. It's a boy. And he doesn't take after his father. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I mean, sorry. Uh, congratulations, Nash. Assistance, please check it over and then walk him over to the mother as well. Okay, and with that, uh, the attendants take the baby from your hand, Nash, and bring it over uh, after, uh, bring it straight over to Angelashi. Then they also reach in, uh, they, they turn back to the beds and reach into the fork and the boot and the smoking pipe and also place it in her hands with the baby. And she looks at you and she says, They're beautiful, aren't they? <laughs> Oh, she's psycho. And the smoking pipe makes a hiccup. Oh my smoking God. pipe starts hiccup, hip, hic- hiccuping. Um, and she begins, Angela, she looks at them and she hugs them and she begins crying and she says, you know, come here, Nash. We're with our children, finally. Oh, oh, I'm, Nash is super weirded out by this, but yes, he'll do it. He'll get okay. in there tight and, and as you get close in for a family hug, the smoking pipe, the boot, and the fork begin changing shape, and you feel more hands and more arms hug your arms and fill up all around you. And as you look around, the full realization that you have a litter of four babies in your arms dawns on you. Two girls and two boys, all gray skinned and and looking like well, what Angelashi told you. And then with that, too, Angelashi's elven form drops away, 
and her skin begins turning gray. And you see that her face is an alien face of a changeling. Cat-like eyes and Preston nose and white, white hair. Her ears are very small and pointed. And she says, It's a miracle that we found each other. And now we're bringing more of ourselves into the world. She seems to imply that you're a changeling too, Nash. Uh, I can only do the dragon. Just search your heart. You're no human. It is a dragon heart. So it helps me become a dragon. I can't be a fork. It's okay. Just enjoy the moment. And we'll leave this week's episode with that. <laughs> Nash and his new family of changelings Beautiful. hugging wow. together on a ship headed for Elhandar. Wonderful. Wow. And like even that, like the sh- you see the shot of the spaceship sort of flying through space, and then the camera pans, you see the rear of the spaceship, and then as it's flying, you know, it's it's like says written and directed by Scott Johnson or whatever <laughs> as it flies towards, <laughs> like it's the end of the episode. It's like a Star Trek episode that ends. <laughs> oh, that's great! All right, well, we're uh, that's good that we finally got to see what was inside her. All of this, I was worried you were going to pull like a remember V and the, it was just like an alien baby or whatever, and it was a horrible evil thing. I was sure you were going that direction. No, you have four beautiful children whose lives are undefined, but they're not quite what you thought they were going to be. All right. Well, I'll take it. She's not quite what she thought she was going to be, and you might not be what you thought you were either. Yeah. No, that's true. All right. Well, I feel pretty good about the new knowledge that I have as father of a boot, a fork, a baby. What was the other one? A smoking pipe. And a smoking pipe. Next week, we'll get to name them, maybe. Who knows? But that'll be next week on here. Uh, this here show, There Will Be Dungeons. Find out more. I can't wait to hear how Kristen will sum this up next week. That's my most anticipated new thing, is how you're going to tell this story. In, uh, awesome job is Dr. Lirial, by the way. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. good. It's very, very we good. We did a bit of pre-planning. I didn't tell her too much, but you know, I was like, can you play a doctor? Your next character? She did it. <laughs> she did it. Uh, all right. Join us next week when we continue our riveting story aboard the ship and uh, more here on There Will Be Dungeons. And if you'd like to be a big part of why we can do this show, head on over to therewillbedungeons.com, become a Dungeons Plus member, and support us and get cool, rad stuff in the mail. I just uh, submitted a new artwork for this month's uh, shipment. So go read all about that. Find out how you can get that, bonus shows, and more at therewillbedungeons.com. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Kyle, for Kristen, for Bo, for John, and for Baby Chunks. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.